Uh, welcome, welcome back to Friends for Life or Die Trying, the podcast. I'm your host, Darrell, a.k.a. God of the Mute Button, a.k.a. the nastiest prophet you'll ever find in your life. And with me, I have brought the game. It's your boy, Darnell, a.k.a. God of the Soundboard, a.k.a. So far ahead of my time, I'm about to lose my... Let me stop. Okay, next to me, I got... Okay. Uh, Jews not here. Yeah, next to me, I got yeah. Uh, trash this Jews not here, (laughs) trash ass nigga. So, um, it's your boy T to the J, glow ray, a light bright, aka light skin, aka light Paul Bearer. Hey, you got to be light situation, light Paul Bearer. That's funny. Uh, next to me, I got. What's up? It's Lahai, aka Lahayam. Lahayam. Aka Nina with the Nina. You can follow me on Twitter. Aka Sister Jenkins. I've been thinking about dropping Nina get the sage until <laughs> we get back to Nina getting the sage. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but in honor of my boo, Nina, go get that sage, boo. I understand. I respect it. I like it. Uh, how's every how's uh how's everyone's uh weekend? How's everyone's week? How's everyone? Man, I've been off all week. It's been lovely. You doing anything special? You look well rested. Yeah, you know I got my Father's Day week. I think every year I'm gonna take a Father's Day week off. That's dope. I like that. Happy Father's Day to you, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Happy Father's Day. Did you do anything special this week? Yeah, I lived it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Trash. No, nah, it was my homie's birthday, too. So, you know, we celebrated his birthday. We did a, uh, a dope little dinner. Everybody dressed up, you know, because of quarantine and everything. Everybody dressed up and uh, did a surprise birthday party for him. Uh, I've been partying all week and, you know, checking in on my daughter. My daughter's cousin's here. So my daughter is now at the age where she likes to do her own thing a little bit. So I'll be trying to you know, check in on her, make sure she's cool, see if she want to come by, if she don't, you know. Is, is it weird for you as she gets older and she wants to do her own thing? Uh, kind of no. like that. Like, she, she doesn't diss me. Like, you know. It's not weird. It It's not weird because my daughter acts like me. So I'm I'm kind of like understanding. So I, I just can identify certain things and I'm like, oh, okay, I remember feeling like this. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I, I, I have real good conversations with her and let her know like, Hey, if you want to do something with your cousins and you don't really want to come by, don't tell me because you don't, you're trying to save dad's feelings, you know, uh, to not come or to come because you don't really want to hurt my feeling. Like, just be honest with me and see if you can, you know, talk to me and see if I'm willing to let you stay. Uh, also me and Rel, we got like cousins we're cool with, but our family the, the history with our family is trash, so I try not to give her the same thing we experienced. Like, we ain't really do too much going to see family members like that. Maybe one or two, but not like you would think. So, for her, I don't want her to feel like that. So, when her family has, like, events and stuff, I try to, you know, see if it's cool and let her have it. And then I talk to her mom, too, and just double-check that she's not, like, over overly whelmed with having my daughter there. So I'll ask her, like, hey, do you feel like, you you know, you're too tired? And my daughter, you know, 
and you feel like you over, you know, exhausted having, you know, not be over there all the time. And she'll tell me no. And if she says yeah, then I'll, you know, make sure I go get her and we definitely go do something uh, versus giving her the option of not doing something. So, okay. It's not too weird. Nice, nice. Uh, Lahai, how about your week, man? It's a good question, though. Um, wait, I had a question for Darnell. So at the party, did everyone wear masks? Negative. No, it wasn't that big of a crowd. No, I was just asking. No, it was at it was literally at the house. Okay. So it's like whoever's whoever's at the who's ever at the event already been at the house. Right, right. So, so there's no uh worries. And my my sister is very like she's COVID nineteen. Hey guys, uh, just don't worry about the other video that pops up. It's my phone. My phone. I'm just testing some things. But uh, go ahead, continue. Okay. Um, other than that, <clears throat> for myself, uh, like I said before, um, my daughter has been away, like with her family out of state. So I just honestly have been like kind of relaxing and not doing too much. I haven't had like the biggest eventful week. Um, just trying to get like some stuff done here. But I, with her being gone, I really realized that like I don't have much of a social life. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. You need to uh, make a social life. Did she say when she's coming back? I don't even know now. I think um, hopefully today or tomorrow. But uh, once she came back from out of state, then she went with her dad. Uh, and now it's Father's Day, so I just feel like I don't know when she's coming <laughs> coming home, which is fine because I want her to be able to socialize and get out and do stuff. Yeah, I would yes. say you you should push that for her not to come back. Not on like you don't want to see the child, but it's just good for them to uh, adventure because there's gonna be times where they're gonna have to take that step of going somewhere and doing things without you. Um, so I always try to prepare. The only thing I try to do is make sure that Naya understands the thought process of just thinking of her own and not being follower or anything like that. But I definitely would say push her to not come back. I mean, obviously you want to see your daughter, but True. it's just really good for her. Um, and it's what people you know, so it ain't like it's with a random person you don't know. Well, no, I do agree with that because that was my biggest reason for letting her go. I was just like, well, I think that um, it would be important for her to just be independent for sure. But it's been a while. It's been like 11 days or something. So I don't really go that long without seeing her. Yeah. But you you should figure like you don't get that many breaks either. So don't don't uh don't be opposed to um, you know, enjoying it a little bit. Yeah. And because she's getting older, you know, you want to adjust yourself to to her being able to do this because she's gonna do that. 15, 16 is gonna be a lot of like less of you and more friends and um, that it makes be, me depressed. Like, I'll be crying when I think about that. Like, when she's not going to want to hang out with me or go anywhere and stuff, it makes me really sad. Like, I could start crying right now. Well, nah, you got to really get it together. You, you definitely <laughs> got to get together. But that's why, you you know, you take these times to prepare yourself now versus, like, waiting till she's 15 to prepare yourself. And you just got to have conversation. You know, those play a major role. Um, all right, thanks for that update, Lahai. How about uh, TJ? How was your week, sir? Oh, you know, work. Um, not like a terrible ass week, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all right, been work. Um, you know, you know what's really funny as I'm what's getting, up? I really uh appreciate a good couch. That's facts. Or oh, you must have fucked up a couch or something. 
Nah, me and the wife just uh, bought a new couch. Oh, okay. Uh, so what the heezy? That's my phone. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited for this couch. Yeah, a good couch comes in handy. Yeah. So you just got a new couch. So you slept on it already, or did you? Uh, I'm waiting for it to come. Oh, it hasn't came yet. Okay. Uh, because of uh, COVID, it, it's uh, normally the uh, shipping, or not the shipping, but coming from the warehouse and everything is going to take a little longer. For sure. I got you. All backed up and stuff, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris, you, your week's cool? Your week's been good, brother? Yeah, it's not nothing too serious. Finished a lot of stuff for the base to finish my bar that I was making. Nice. nice. Congratulations, sir. You guys should come over. And, uh, Am I allowed? I gotta... <laughs> yeah, you just can't make direct contact with the wife. How am I supposed to avoid your wife when no. you in the house? Uh, there would be a, a designated area for which you can stand within <laughs> and still experience everything to its full capacity. You are so extra. Six feet, six feet distance. You know, Chris, no, you it's, might... Uh... No, it's, like, it's like 12 for him. 12. 12 for your wife? <laughs> Chris, you might you might be the new you might be the new Jesus, brother. Uh, you, you should well, you know, because Jesus was a carpenter. You know, he was out here creating shit. Hey, Chris, don't so, you, you might don't be like that. that. You might be that nigga. Don't do that, Chris. Jesus don't like that. Don't <laughs> let Ralph set you up. You might be that nigga, Chris. You know, I'm not gonna say it, but you might be that nigga. He did, he did say it, Chris. Don't don't take that. Have you ever heard the scriptures from uh, Ralph? Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah. What, what what's the good book? What's the good book? What you mean? What's the good book? Ecclesiastes. Like, oh, come on, brother. <laughs> the Astastics is out there, my boy. Astastics. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's some good, some some good scriptures in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some great scriptures in there. He's trash. And there are some great scriptures in there, are they not? <laughs> There are some great scriptures yeah. in the Bible. Look at Chris's face. He just looks like he's over all of us. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm listening. You gotta, you gotta learn to listen before you can listen to learn. Talk to these niggas, Chris. These niggas don't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> tell you this nigga might be, might be JC himself. Trying to tell you, don't take that, don't take that title. Look, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm, look, I'm, I'm a listener. <laughs> It does seem like ever since I've met Chris, I do truly feel like he has gotten so many projects done. Like, you make me feel trash, and I feel like I'm productive. That's what you're supposed to do when you're a husband, you get a house. You start (laughs) going places, and you build your own places. Wait till I get a house. Yeah, that's another thing. I made made Chris a desk the other day. Tell me he's not here. That's JC right there, my boy. Jesus was the carpenter. Yeah, y'all gotta stop. Hey, yo, he trying to ruin your whole world. I'm not. What? No, 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 you make look whatever you make time for what you want to do. So that's true. That's right, Chris. Uh, Pastor Chris. Now I like. Plus, I don't have much money to pay people to do stuff for me anyway. I'm and then if, you, if you can do it well, then why? Why not? Yeah, better do it. I always tell people that have houses to invest in building your own stuff. If Let you, me tell you, by the time we move out of our house, it should right. be down to like, I would say eighty, maybe seventy thousand dollars, and I'm pretty sure I can get. We can get about maybe fifteen to twenty thousand more than what we bought it for. For sure. Yeah, that's dope. Sure. 
We're talking house. the house. I'm gonna have a hot tub in my joint. I'm gonna have a jump shower. It sounds yeah. really good yeah. until you buy the house and then you start seeing yep. what this yep. shit look like. It sounds yep. good. I'm gonna wear it. Your hot tub is going to be an uh, actual tub with a space But everything's a project. It's not like I expect to have. You might as go be, ahead and boil some hot be water and put it in the tub. Uh, you got an electric bill for that hot tub. You don't need a hot plate and put it over the tub. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, first of all, I'm going to need all the married people to shut up. All right. <laughs> That's strong. Blow with bubbles in yourself. Oh boy, you about to be upset. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say watch. Sometimes, uh, sometimes with pools and um, uh, tubs, they actually depreciate the house. It's expensive. No, that is just uh, cost efficient. Mm, hey, cost uh, efficient. You hear that? That's house. That's house ownership words. I have a, I have cost a friend that's efficient. You hear that, Laura? Huh, I hear next, it. Next time you go see a house, ask me, is it cost efficient? Oh my gosh. I went to go look at a house on Thursday. I forgot fire. all about this. No, it was terrible. So I get, and then the first thing, my mom, it meets me at the house. <laughs> You're taking me down. <laughs> my mom meets me at the house and she's Word. already shaking her head, walking out <laughs> of it. And I was just like, oh man. And it's like, it's far away, you know what I mean? So it took me a minute to get there. So I was like, well, I'm going to do this house's due diligence and look at it. Where's this Where's this? Oh, like, where's this exact my... location? If you can it, was, <laughs> it was in the Middletown area. Okay. That's not fair. trying to go back there. That's well, the, yeah, I mean, that's the goal for me. You know what I mean? It's to be closer to that area. Was it off of Union? Um, I can tell you later because I kind of feel bad, but it's, it's not off of Union. It was off of, um, I think that's Ann Street. You know the bridge in Middletown? Yeah. Where you cross over the bridge. I think that's Ann. It's around there. You talking about if you go... That's right. What'd you say, Chris? Krista knows. She knows that area. You're right. Yeah. About where the pool is, where the uh, creek or the river kind of runs underneath it. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of near the pool. It's, um, it's hard to describe. I don't know if you're familiar with like Colston Park. It's like kind of near Colston Park. So it's like a nice, like a nicer area, but the houses are old, <clears throat> old. They, you know, the people that have been living there have been owning, <clears throat> excuse me, years. they've been wow. owning them houses for years. Like there were houses that I remember like going to that like my friend's grandparents owned like back in the day. Like it's just very, Middletown is very like family oriented. Like people mm-hmm. have been there, been there forever. So I was hoping this house was going to be good, but it wasn't. It was, um, it had a weird smell and living in Philadelphia, one thing I noticed is you can start to smell houses that have been sprayed for like bugs and, and like mice and stuff. And it just had like a chemical smell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it smells kind of weird. I walked in the house and I put my hand up and I could touch the ceiling. Mm. And I was like, so I looked at the realtor. I was like, if I can touch the ceiling without standing on my tippy toes, this house is too small. What are you ain't had those, uh, what are they called? C- cathedral ceilings? Yeah, I know, right? Or tall, like high ceilings. No, but that, I mean, come on, y'all. I, I'm tall. You I'm not sure. <laughs> Come on, y'all. She looked at your skin color and said, "Oh, you gonna feel comfortable right here." This is just- yeah. Well, this is that's not even the worst part. But hold on, what'd you say, Chris? I said you walked into a daycare center. 
Well, that's what it felt like. And you could tell the house had been rented out. So it wasn't like something where someone was living there and taking care of it. So anyway, go to the basement. The biggest water bugs I've ever seen. Big, huge, black. And you know, water bugs is basically roaches. Oh, it was down there rolling dice. Yo, I, I looked at the realtor. I was like, I love you, but I'm out. I just turned around and ran upstairs. She was like, wait for me. Like, she's running. Was like, no, oh, no, wait for me. We need an extra player. Like, no, wait for me. So I was just like, no, I'm scared. So then the last thing is um, we went upstairs and there was a mousetrap in the bedroom closet. The whole thing is like a mouse trap in the bedroom closet. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Normally around the kitchen area or you know. Or like downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know what that means, right? What? <laughs> that means the rat was around the corner somewhere, like he don't come out and talk to you. Look at this bullshit they try to set for me. This is some this ain't gonna work. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And the house was priced at like a hundred and thirty thousand. And I was just like, yeah. I couldn't understand uh, at all so i looked recently and they dropped it down five thousand dollars but i was just like i feel i'm feeling a little discouraged i haven't really been able to find anything mm. you gotta keep looking man yeah just you know it, a house will pop up i look yeah, look, you know, a lot of houses because it's a fixer upper it doesn't cost much to to get stuff done and you just gotta know how to do it that's that's not what I see and I I've heard that too but I'm not really that type of person like I want a turnkey house like I want to be able to get it and move right in like I don't want to have to fix anything or do anything and I know that adds to like the bougie way that I am but honestly it's just I just don't have the patience and that really is what it is that's the same I wanted I wanted a, a house that was modern already fixed up ready to go uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get it, but I uh, the new new houses, the modular homes, those are pretty much you can pick whatever you want and turn the key. That's what I want. Yo, let me tell you, man. I found like when we were looking, man, there was this dope ass condo, bro. I swear to God, bro. I still think about this condo to this day. <laughs> it was in Pembroke, bro. This condo was so fucking dope. Like, yo, if it was just me, bro, <laughs> look. <laughs> Bro, this condo was so dope. Yo, let me tell you how dope this condo was. This condo was so dope that, like, they had, like, you know those lights? You know, like, the daylight lights you put in your house? Yeah. They had them shits in, like, the room, but that shit didn't look like daylight, bro. That shit looked like heaven. Like, bl- like blaring off the all-wooden floor. Oh, my God, yo. This shit was so dope, bro. It broke my heart that my wife was not sold on this house, bro. It had a deck. It had a backyard, bro. I'm so... I'm going. I was something, bro. I'm telling you I was something. What was the reason why she didn't like it? Because it was too small. The rooms were too small. We were connected to somebody on the other side. It was a lot. I, I loved every moment of this house, dog. I would go back and buy this house right now if I could afford it. Mm. I was going to say, you got to watch out, too, because if they have HOA fees and you're paying monthly HOA they fees... They didn't have none of that. It had a garage. Oh, really? It had a garage that you can pull straight into. <laughs> you can get to the house from the garage, bro. Oh, my God, bro. Nina, it what happened? Built on stilts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't no wrong. We ain't got no tornadoes. Yeah, we don't get that. <laughs> yeah, good. You so, get- and they were really small rooms. And they didn't have a dining room. <laughs> bro, I swear, yo, if it's just me, it didn't have what dining. It didn't room? have a dining room. 
Do we won't even eat in the dining room we got now. <laughs> yep. That's, he was back here. This ain't no eating going on back here. And we wouldn't have room for two dogs in that. <laughs> oh my god! I'd have made room exactly. for two dogs. We got a whole basement. Been in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, she needs cool. options. Like it's funny because even if you don't use the room, like you still want to have that area as an option. Oh, this is trash. That's trash. I don't. I don't. I don't. Anyways, it's out there in uh, Pit, uh, Pembroke. If anyone bought it already, you should invite oh, yeah. me over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm really interested in uh, seeing what it looks like. All right, so it sounds like everybody's week's been all right. Uh, my week's been cool. just been working. Nothing happened. That's all? Same crap. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Ain't nothing new? Uh, no, I, yesterday I went to wash my car because I felt like my car needed to be washed and cleaned out. I did a deep detail. I really got it in the nooks and crannies of the vehicle. Um, I got to rewash the oh, windows because... Huh? You got in there all nice and deep, like. Oh, I got in there deep, man. I had to. Re- I want to rewash the windows though because they're streaking up on your boy a little bit. I don't like that, but uh, it looks really good, man. It's shining, man. It looks really nice. It looks really uh good. But in the midst of all this, uh, my battery died at the car wash, which oh, was no. a perfect place for it to die, <laughs> though. You know, like this is good though, because I could have died anywhere else, but it died at the car wash. So like, you know, <laughs> so I had right, to right. get. <laughs> I had to get my father-in-law to come give me a jump. And then from there, we went back to his house and we could test the battery. Then from there, we went and bought a new battery. So my car got a brand new battery. Um, Money that's that just... Man. Yeah, That man. just makes me laugh because I feel like that's something that would happen to you. Like, you're oh, all yeah. happy you get it clean and all oh, of a yeah, sudden the really car nice. don't start. Like, damn. It was really good. And, like, I was really looking forward to the car ride home with the windows down, with the car smelling good. Like, it's just... It's something about a clean car. Like, a clean car just drives so much better. Like, it feels almost brand new. Like, mm-hmm. it feels good. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, but it's clean, though. So, uh, I don't know. It was just, it's, you know, it's cool. It was it was a long day. It was, yesterday it was a long day. It was it was super long. But, uh, well, I want I forgot to tell. I wanted to bring up last week about you being a vegan. Now, yes. Can you tell us like how it's been? I'll tell you exactly how it's been, man. Uh, we ain't gonna go there, nasty. <laughs> vegan veganism, vegan. I don't know. Um, it's great. It's not bad. Uh, it's definitely a choice that you have to make when you're actually fully prepared and ready to go. You just, I wouldn't just make it on like a spur of moment type choice. Like, oh, I'm giving it all up. I'm going. Like, you got to really be ready for like a change or you got to really be ready. Like I was fully ready to give up the meats. Like, like I was fully ready to give up the meats. I'm okay with yeah. meats, you know what I'm saying? So I was like fully ready. So like, uh, it definitely right off the bat gives you some type of like, huge boost in like the health department like you can see probably within like a good two weeks time you can definitely see the uh, health benefits of it um you can definitely feel the energy boost that you're going to get from it um yes as you can see my skin looks way better than it would normally look Uh, my skin looks amazing um, and you are going. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, that's facts. That's just like no, no, no. That's like, up right now. Uh, I'm ready. Baby oiled up. Nah, baby oiled it up, bro. That's all natural. No, nah, it's just um, like this guy's hating. Um, definitely <laughs> feel better in the skin department. Um, hey. I feel like you know, what I mean, like before, like last week, they're still coming in a little bit, but I was getting like bumps everywhere on my face. All right. Um, I kind of felt like that was just maybe my skin, like just getting or my body just getting rid of crap and it was coming out through my skin and all that. But the energy boost, 
man, the skin, man, my bowel movements are on on a regular now, you know, and it's kind of just straight to the point type stuff. It's not really, I'm not in there for hours on end unless I'm scrolling through a phone or something. Really? Um, I sleep better, you know, like these, la- like maybe like last week, I think I had like two nights, two nights where I didn't get like the right amount of sleep or I didn't get like good enough sleep where I felt it was going to be great for me, but my sleep's have been out of this world they've been they've been good you know i haven't been like waking up choking on anything or you know what i'm saying so like that's I very feel, interesting yeah i feel really good like i can feel my whole body changing so when i first started doing vegan i was just eating but i was doing light workouts you know what i mean i would just maybe go downstairs ride the bike for a little bit maybe do some light weightlifting, and then i would go on walks and things it wasn't really as deep as i'm into it now mm-hmm. but even doing that it felt good you know what i mean like i felt good i felt lighter i felt like my my lungs could breathe a bit more like i felt like hmm. you know what i'm saying um but now where i'm at now it's almost like what like maybe a month and some change we've been in it now and like that compete uh mixed when with mixed in with the workouts that we do like i feel really really good like really 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 good to uh get down to get down to a uh, a lighter weight you know what i'm saying and <laughs> Yeah, no shirt level. Oh, it's gonna be nasty. I promise you, boy. It's they're oh, all good. no. Oh yeah, it's about to be nasty out here. But look, well, hold on though. Here's the thing though. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people go vegan to like shred weight and all that. It, that is that 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 it does work. That's a good way to go. But I don't know if I would go vegan just to lose weight mm-hmm. because it is a whole life change. A lot of stuff comes with that. You know what I'm saying? And Again, you know, doing vegan for a little bit, then switching back to regular processed foods, like, you can, it really jacks your body up. And, like, you can really feel the difference in your body from doing that. So, like, I feel like if you're going to go vegan, you should really go vegan because you're really tired of eating meat. You don't have to go vegan. Like, I had somebody ask me at my job, oh, you went vegan because you care about animals? No, I just was tired (laughs) of meat, brother. Well, remember you said you had started, it started tasting yeah, funny Yeah, like, too. so the meat started tasting weird. It started tasting funny. It wasn't hitting as as it used to be. Like, it just wasn't, it just wasn't there. Like, the only chicken I was eating that was actually tasting bomb was Chick-fil-A, which we can't eat there anymore because you know why we can't eat there anymore, guys. They're so problematic. Exactly. Sad, so nobody's spending man. their money there. But, um. I'm about to see there. What but any. What uh, They support Trump. We don't support Trump. <laughs> Yeah, my sister Miley was just saying that yesterday. She was like, "How can we actually go to Chick Fil A after this?" And I was like, "I might." I was like, "La la la, I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to know." Well, tell Miley don't be up in Chick Fil A because unless she's planning on burning the place down. Uh, Yeah, we're not telling nobody to do that though. Okay, I'm not, not telling you to do it. Uh, look to your Lord and Savior for that. But, All right, well, um, one more question. I'm sorry, just about the up? veganism. Um, what did you substitute? Like, how did you like get your diet together? So, did you start doing like more grains and vegetables and fruit, or like what? Did okay, you- so it was all we just knew that we had to do it. Like, the hardest part is getting into it. Once you get into it and you start getting a routine down, then you know how to do it. So, the hardest part was getting into it. So, like, basically, me and my wife just kind of experimented with things, just try to figure out what it was, what it wasn't. So you just start finding substitute for things. And plus online, there's like a lot of like online places that give you a good rundown of things and you start trying things and whatever, whatever. So like, um, so like, I don't know, for like a meat substitute, you'd use like crushed up nuts. 
you actually, I guess you crush them up and you cook them and it turns to, it, it, I swear to God, it looks just like ground beef. You can't even taste the difference. I swear you can't taste the difference. Yo, I promise you, TJ, I will feed you something and you will be like, yo, this is, Bro, what kind of meat you got in here? I like that. I don't like how you said you're going to feed them. <laughs> feed them crushed up nuts? Come yo, I swear, now. but look, it, I promise you, like, yo, it tastes no different. Like, it tastes good. Like you do, like yo, it's a like if you're making like goulash with the with the meats in there with the, you, I see you can make the same thing except make it way more healthier. So it's it's no meats, it's no dairy, so everything is like fresh vegetables, fresh herbs. Uh, everything is, it's, you know, mostly everything is raw. Nothing's really ever really like cooked, cooked. You know what I'm saying? Um, no dairy. No dairy. Uh, no oh. dairy. The cheese we buy is uh, it's like vegan cheese, no dairy is even in it. Um, and it's crazy because when you take the dairy out of things and see that you still get the same taste, it's like crazy to think all the stuff you don't need that's already in processed food that you can take out and still taste just as good as or even better. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, you just start finding substitute. I think that's the hardest thing. But like once you get in a mind frame of like, all right, I got to eat differently, it gets it gets better. And plus, I don't eat as large as I used to eat, and I don't eat as many times as a day as I used to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to go all day without eating, and then at one time, I would just eat, like, mad crap that you probably shouldn't eat, man. I'm talking just mad crap. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then I would just literally eat to you, and then you would get full, and then you would get sleepy, so you would lay down and go to sleep and do the same thing all over again, you know what I'm saying? So I don't do that anymore. I'm literally... I eat probably, like, a good three times a day, but the meals are, like actually meaningful to my body mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? and basically i follow this guy and he basically tells you, you know how the body works and so basically you i we, i try to eat like alone with the sun so when the sun comes up i don't try to put anything heavy on my body or nothing so i might start the day off with just a smoothie of just greens and stuff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just a smoothie of greens whatever, whatever. By the time I get to lunch, I might just have some apples with some uh, peanut butter. And we got this vegan peanut butter, which is fucking crazy. It's the best peanut butter I've tasted in my life. And then by the time my biggest meal is my um my lunch. So lunch is like dinner to me. You know what I'm saying? So I can go crazy at lunch. I can have whatever I need to have at lunch. And by the time after lunch, I don't probably eat again until about seven, eight, and that is another smoothie to finish the night off because it's light. It's substituted as a meal and you don't even have to worry about it again. On weekends, it probably changes a little bit because I'm no longer on that schedule. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change that much, though. It's it's still the same thing, so. That's dope. I'm glad that you guys are doing that. It'll be interesting to kind of see, like, you know, the effects of it. No, I, I haven't ran into anything bad yet. That I'm like, yo, I don't know if I can do this. Now, again, and when you are doing vegan, you know, like, you want to make sure you're eating, though, because if you don't eat and then you get to the point where you're starving, you're going to have that urge to go get anything. Mm -hmm. But I think that that is the true test when you know, like, all right, I'm really in it because I'm not breaking and going to go get a fast food burger and I'm going to pick it up next week. No, you just, like, you, I'm like, we already came this far. Like, we're a month some change into it. Like, I came this far. I'm not fitting to just mess it all up and have to start all over again. So, like, right. yeah. And it's just putting that, you know what I mean? I Like, all right, last thing, we're going to get into the pod. Last thing, the, the thing I noticed hard is, the thing I noticed about working out is the hardest thing is pushing through when it really starts to burn. That's the hardest thing. When we start, it's light, it's easy, we can get into it. But when it gets to that point where it's like, oh, my God, I got to push through this. Like, you got to push through. So I feel like that, like, the vegan side of things also help 
because you're not like uh, you're learning how you got to push through even like you're not I'm not breaking my veganism to go and get like processed food when I can like yesterday mm-hmm. I didn't eat until about like 11 which is super late but what I ate was super late but like all through that whole day I could have stopped at a Wendy's a taco but I gotta stop anywhere and got something you know I'm not going to fast food places to to try to pick out a vegan meal I'm not going to mom and pop like pizza shops to try to find what they got vegan. The best thing you can do is make it in your own home. So you yeah. know exactly what you have in it. And then uh, you won't have to worry about anything. So it's been all, for me, it's been a great experience. I've read stories online. I'm always online reading stories about people who went vegan. Um, again, I don't think vegan is something you should just try and get out of it. I think that you should really do your research about it first before you make the commitment or if you're like me, I needed something other than meat because meat wasn't really don't meat wasn't doing it for me no more. Dairy was jacking my stomach, stomach up every time. Cheese was jacking my stomach up every time. Anything I chocolate, anything I ate was like, I was tearing my body apart, bro. And then plus the weight that I was throwing on was nasty. The way I was sleeping was nasty. Uh, it definitely ended up the overall boost of this thing is it really helped with my anxiety. Like my anxiety attacks are, they're getting lower and lower every day. So I'm hoping that's going to like vanish. Now I haven't really put it to the test, like moving outside my comfort zones. You know what I'm saying? I guess mm-hmm. that, you know, we'll see how that happens. But, um, as opposed to just the anxiety I felt from day to day basis, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's not really there anymore. So, uh, for me, that's a huge, huge, huge plus. That's dope. What's that thing? What's your end game? For like, are you? Are, so, with this vegan thing, are you trying to lose a certain amount of weight? Well, here's the thing: the vegan thing. I never went vegan to lose weight. I went vegan because I wanted to be healthier in the sense of the way I'm eating, the sense of not putting processed stuff in my body, uh, the sense of reading the back of labels and not understanding what half of this crap was. You know what I'm saying? Like just being more like conscious of what I'm putting into my body, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's crazy the stuff that they pump in the food and they put and you put in your body, and then like you just it's crazy what it does to you. So I'm I think I'm always gonna be vegan. I don't think I'll ever switch back to not being vegan, just because I'm I'm that committed and plus I'm actually enjoying everything I'm eating and I'm you know and I'm get, I'm enjoying what everything it's returning to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'll ever not be. I think I'm probably just going to stay vegan for the rest of my life. But uh, I think as far as like working out on top of that and all that, I think my goal is, I, I think we decided like two, 250 is, is where the end game will be. Okay. So that's 250 with a little bit of definition. Like, come on, man. You know, we discussed it. You know, man. <laughs> Look, man. Woo. Hey. Hey, it's about to be, it's about to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hot summer next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> Boy. That's funny. Yeah, you're gonna be like, yo, Rel, let me get a shirt. I don't got one, T. You know, I, do <laughs> I don't even wear shirts no more, my guy. I don't shirt, what's that? I had never had a shirt in my life, brother. So bricks yeah. out here. I'm good. Uh bro, I'm being the wintertime. I might throw a hoodie on with no shirt under it, brother. So when I get to work, just take that thing off like ah, you guys still wearing shirts. Oh, yeah. Triple goose down jacket with no shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be nasty out here. So yeah, if you're gonna do vegan, uh, really read into it. It's not for everybody, obviously. It's definitely not. Um, the hardest part is starting it. Once you're into it, it's it's a breeze after that. So uh, without further ado, let's jump into some of these tops. 
Juneteenth, guys, celebrating Juneteenth. How was it? What'd you guys do? How was it? Did you guys enjoy it? Did you guys not enjoy it? Did it feel good? Did it not feel good? Was it great? Was it not great? Did you get disrespected? Did you did you did you do the disrespecting? Let me know. Um, Juneteenth for me was really good. <clears throat> I had a conversation. One thing I wanted to do is just make sure that I was still educating myself and um, educating others. So I made sure to have like conversation, did some more research on Juneteenth um, and some people because I was like, I think I'm going to start celebrating this now the way I would um, Fourth of July. And it was mm-hmm. funny because the last few years when Fourth of July came, I remember like being like, I don't really want to celebrate this. I and I'm um, always thinking like of Juneteenth and just, you know, some other thoughts that I had in my head. So I tried this year to kind of celebrate similarly. Now, uh, next year we do Juneteenth. I definitely want to be in a position to like have my deck rebuilt. I would like to actually throw like a little get together for Juneteenth. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, just to uh, it was it was a late notice this year. Not a late notice, but we didn't have enough time to really get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, next year I would like to do something with it. I feel like you know, black people in the community should really make a staple on that. I know a lot of white people weren't happy about it, but that's not my problem. Uh, T, did you do? You probably worked. I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> Darnell, uh, Juneteenth. That was Friday. Yeah, yeah, I worked. Darnell, Juneteenth. I didn't do too much. It was a rainy day actually, so it wasn't like too much you could do. Um, but I just made sure you know I do my normal daily readings on Black culture, and, you know, uh, post some Black culture things. And I think uh, Juneteenth is a great thing. Uh, ugly that we had to get it to this point to get it something that they signed off on. I think they did last year, but. Uh, it's ugly that it had to get to this point to make it become something that you really noticed and paid attention to and felt the need to be like, um, you know, that it's important. So it's good. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I, I hope to do a lot more get-togethers and stuff like that for uh, Juneteenth. But, you know, uh, we still got work to do. So I'm still looking at it like that. But it's a good step. It's a good step. It's not- um it's not federal. It's just a, a holiday, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. It's not. They're pushing for federal, though. Yeah. So, um, you know, I want to get paid for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, go ahead, T. National. National. They're trying to get a national holiday. Yeah, my bad. I just said federal, but yeah, national. I apologize about that for the incorrect saying. You good? Now I know a lot of companies have passed it as a paid holiday. Yeah. Uh, now nah, my job ain't speak on it yet. No waiting on it. Uh, my job did it. I think Nike. Well, I know Nike did. And I, I, I shout out Nike for that. I know that uh, me and my homie actually went up to the Nike uh, outlet up at uh, Lancaster, and uh, we got there too late because of the COVID nineteen. You know, the hours are cut short, uh, and we actually got there when they closed, and we rolled out there the, the next day. And uh, the dude was like, uh, "Actually, we won't be we won't be open and be closed because of the holiday." So uh, I thought that was dope for that company to do that. I thought that was a dope thing because that wasn't always the case. It, it was actually open on, on Juneteenth last year. So mm-hmm. Yeah, my job closed randomly. And it was crazy because I had already had a half day. 
Sure. Um, on Thursday and then I'm off every other Monday. So I was off this Monday and I got a call from my boss and she was like, well, they just declared it a state holiday. So now you're off. So I ended up getting just like a random, really long weekend. Yo, Lahai nice. always got a half day in the tuck. I know, yo, it is crazy how that happens. So I was happy about that. Your job is technically with the state, right? I work on it. It's weird. I work, I work for a for-profit company that works that gets contracts from non or from nonprofit companies, oh. if that makes sense. So the building that we work for, the overall person, they're like state. Okay. They're considered the state. So that's why they're closed. Right, right. Um, but the craziest thing is we work from home, so it didn't make any sense. Right. But if they're closed, we're closed, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm glad to see people out here celebrating. I saw all the posts on Facebook and uh uh, I saw all the folks, folks. I saw all the posts on a lot of uh, social medias, and it's just great to see black people just all coming together for a cause. And uh, it was just great to see, man. Um, I've been digging in, diving deep into like uh, black podcasts, just with all hosts black. Uh, haven't found any ones that I like like yet, but there there are a lot out there though. So it's just really good to go. And, you know, doing my fairness, you know what I mean? I make sure to give each, whatever episode I start, I make sure to give it a full listen through. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't cut it halfway through, you know what I mean? If they got ads in them, I let the ads play, make sure they get their money. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ones uh, did you list? Did, did you have, like, any specific one? I would have to go through the list. I They're wow. just random, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even... And even ones that be on Facebook, uh, like, in, like, little podcast groups and i see you know they got a bunch of black members in there i find their podcast i listen to it mm-hmm. just to see what's out there you know uh yeah you know just see what's out there and i already listened to some uh, white people podcasts too so it's not like i'm you know you know just trying to see what my people are doing all right so i guess that's it about the uh juneteenth anybody else got anything to add about that no, but I did want to say, well, just really quick, I found this article I was reading and they were like basically like breaking down Juneteenth. But I had to laugh because they were saying when um, the soldiers went to go read uh, the Emancipation Proclamation at some of the um, like slave properties, they said at one point the slaves like just started walking out before they were even done. And I just had to laugh because I was like. We are such like products of our ancestors. You know, black people just don't have time for stuff like, oh, I'm free. Like, I don't even need for you to finish what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. I'm out. Oh, yeah, and that's they, me all day. Yeah, they called it the scatter effect. And they were like, um, you would just see like slaves leaving in droves, like out, just like I'm out of here. Because they actually encouraged slaves to stay and work for profit, like work for like money. And they're like, yeah, right. Like, oh, you can, like, even though you're free, you can still stay here and they'll pay you now. And they was like, fuck that. Like, oh, wait, I'm free. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that was like uh, back when the COVID first started and my job had held a meeting, not social distancing at all. Basically to state <laughs> that uh, we're going to be off until, you know, we find a solution for the COVID thing. But, you know what I mean? They started off with telling us, oh, yeah, you're going to be off for a while or whatever. That's like how they started. After I heard that, I didn't hear nothing else happening. Like after, <laughs> like, all right, here you, brother. Let's get out of here now because I know what we're doing. <laughs> I don't gotta be back here for. Oh yeah, I'm done. I didn't. I'm not listening to nothing. Yeah, it's it's over. 
That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. They handed out some paperwork. I left the paper on the table. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't need that right now. I got the important message. We're, we're leaving. So. We're closed. <laughs> yeah, that's all I needed to hear. None of this paperwork about to do nothing for me right now. So, Rep, uh, turn turn the PS4 on. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm coming home. One bad thing. The only bad thing is they still made us work like a full shift, so I couldn't leave until 11:30. But like, still, that 11:30 was a breeze, boy. Like, oh my god, <laughs> was it 11:30? It was either 11:30 or it was like maybe a little bit earlier than that. But it wasn't anything like in and out. It was still in there for a full shift or whatever. But that was the easiest four shifts I've done in my life, and I threw my work clothes in the corner and didn't see them for the next three months or something like that. So I'm not even mad. So you mean you had dirty drawers in the corner for three months? Probably. I'm still in my job asking. I know y'all got another three three months in the tuck for your boy. And they swear they don't, but I know they got another three for your boy. I need that. <laughs> and if y'all can't give me the three, I know y'all got a two. Another I, three months in a stimulus check? That boy, love. give me that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Give me that. Nah, Trump ain't going to give us now that. That's all what happened to him yesterday. He ain't giving that up now. He yeah. will. Yes, you will. Right before election. Shoot. I heard there's two things what they're trying to do with that. Either another, like, 1200 or a 4000 uh travel expense. A four, who are we traveling to? Uh, anywhere what? in the U.S., nothing outside. That's trash. You may well, give me a the thing is, it's an economic stimulus package, so it's to its purpose is to boost the economy. So a travel four thousand dollars towards traveling within the United States makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't want no travel because I'm not traveling in this shit. Give me my check. I need a check, boy. That's all I'm saying. I need the check. Yeah, don't give me check. no travel. Bro, I'm, not, I'm another, not traveling till twenty one. I'm not yo, traveling. Another check in another three months off, bro. Oh, no. I don't know about the three months off. We'll never see it again. You don't need the three months off. You're working from home. Give me the three months off. I don't know, because here's the thing. My job, there's no news out yet about it. I'm waiting to hear something. It all depends what they decide to do with kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Whatever they decide to do with kids is probably going to be based on what my job does with me. I think I what need, they're gonna. I need another. They got another in the touch for you. So I, I think what they're gonna do with schools is that the option will be kids will be allowed to go there, and then there's gonna be distancing. There will and, not be. They have two options on the table. Well, I know for my daughter's school district. Oh, that's us. We're too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, gee, thank for putting that out there for where my daughter's located at. But um, <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <laughs> my daughter's school district they they got a choice they can go in I think they're even going to do some distancing in the, in, the, in the class itself they could do online uh, and come in whenever they feel like they're comfortable coming in or they could do straight online period and it might be even an option of what they did this past year so I'm, I'm thinking most schools are going to try to consider okay. that I know for the school go ahead for Hasbro what no, I was going to say, I, I I think for Harrisburg it would be something similar to that because they, they don't really have the space to do the distancing and uh, the the requirements that they're telling the schools that they need. I know it's it's not, it's a lot of kids there and it's not enough room to, you know, do six feet desk everywhere yeah. in the classroom. So, Well, I, the thing is, they're talking about, you know what I mean, not only the six feet, every desk got to have a splatter joint. Like you see a giant, yeah. that shit crazy. I know for the school district I work in Central Dolphin to be exact. I won't hide this it. Nigga. 
Come find me. You're more than welcome to come find me. Um, he's vegan now and he's strong. What you gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna put you to work if you come find me. I got plenty to do. I can use the next year. But anyways, um, no. I, as far as I know, I believe they had like two options. It was either the kids learn how to learn it now, or you come back to school. So you, I think they'll do like alternating days. Half of the kids will come back. The other half will do it online. Then they'll switch. Then the other half. I don't. The problem they were having with that was trying to figure out transportation. Because you can't have all those kids on, like, one bus. And they don't have enough buses to... It was crazy. So I don't and know. I don't think that works either. Like, how are the kids supposed to... That's how you build your friendship and camaraderie up with people, like, to say half group coming here and then the other group going here. Like, I, it would be it would be, like, maybe, like, one group, certain groups, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, however they group it off, I don't know. That's not my department to figure out. I think it would be, like, you know, they get, like, Monday, Tuesday... I don't know how they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? But some half will get this half. The other half will get this half. And the half that's not in school is expected to do it. The only trouble they found was the people that are in high school, they're not showing up online. Like, they're just avoiding it at all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for them, they need a a lot. Yeah, so the high school people are just not popping online at all. Yeah, it's a lot for them. High school is multiple programs, multiple things. Like, you know... Uh, that's just a lot to be doing for a high school student, let alone a college student. Don't get me wrong. It's difficult for them. Yeah, man. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm eager to see what happens. I'm just trying to see if they got another three months in the talk for you, boy. That's all I'm really concerned about. But uh, all right. Anybody got anything else to add to this? Uh, this uh, No? All right. We'll just move forward. Uh, where are we at? Celebrating Juneteenth. Uh, the death of Rashad Brooks by Atlanta police, guys. Did you guys watch the videos? I watched the video. I regretted myself for watching the video. I watched the video. I hate watching videos, but I always watch the video so I know what to feel at that time and so I can have my own personal opinion and not go off of others' opinion. So I definitely did watch the video. I watched the video as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched the video as well, but I didn't physically see him, like, go down or get shot or anything. It's yeah, not even, there's, yeah, there's not. The, all the, I watched, I think, like, two different angles from, of it or something like that. They, they show the part where he runs, and if you listen, you can hear the gunshots. Yeah, so, like, the last thing you see is him pointing the taser back at the cop as he's running, and then once he gets out the screen, that's when all this stuff takes place. Uh, hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have an idea, actually, for, like, an app for police brutality. You ever y'all heard the app called House Party? Yes. Mm-hmm. I would I wish there was like someone should make an app that if someone starts to record like a, a police in, interaction, anybody that has that app within a certain amount of like yards, it would all give them a notification. Then they can start recording. So it gives them multiple uh recordings and multiple angles of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. So, did you guys hear about the iPhone that has the thing? Uh, I forget. It, you say yeah. a code word, and yeah. like, y'all heard yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think that's that's, you have to set that up. You have to set it up. It doesn't do it automatically. That, I think that's something you should look into uh, as a personal investment, sir. That, and then I saw this post about this guy online again. I can't check if these posts are real. I don't know the guy. I'm not going to inbox the guy and be like, hey, are you real? Are you really doing this? But it was about a guy basically who seen like black kids, black men, black women, whatever, people of our color, 
uh, get pulled over and he pulls over behind the police car just to yeah, I, wanna, uh, I wanna say California. I might be wrong. Yeah, I don't remember where it was at, but I think that that's something in the community that we should definitely be doing. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, like, for you sure. know what I'm saying? I feel like you just, you just you gotta have more than one eye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't and know. I feel like, and I also feel like, you know, like uh, for deaths like George Floyd, like I know there is that, like that, that, that scared angle because you know we've been taught like don't touch the police. You know, what I mean, you can't hit police. You can't. You know, what I'm saying, but I feel like at some point somebody's got to break that barrier, and we just can't record these deaths on our phones anymore, guys. Like that, we there's there's we got to do something. You know what I'm saying? I know that's a hard, that's more, that's that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different thought process. But we just can't scream at police and keep recording the death of somebody on our phones. Yeah, but it's kind of hard when... No, I get I, 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 I totally get it. And that's a totally different way. That's a totally different bridge that we got to cross there. I'm, I totally agree on that. But I'm saying that we do got to think of us really... Um, Take, taking our brain off together. Like, I know when I was a kid, like, I was just thinking about this the other day. When grown folks were talking in a room and I had entered the room, my mom or dad may not even said anything. But it would be, like, another grown person in the room like, oh, no, like, if it was a girl, like, no, honey, you got to leave. Grown folks are in here talking. You don't need to hear none of this. You you got to leave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or just being young and being in a community, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would be caught doing something and somebody would be like, oh, that's, your mom is something. I'm taking you straight to your mom. I know who your mom is. Your mom don't play this. Your mom don't play that. It was more of like a community together. And I feel like that's what we got to do. Even though we all don't live in the same community. But if I see one of my fellow brothers or sisters in a jam, you know what I'm saying? I, with the police or whatever is this pulled over to the side. Like, I feel like in my heart, I should be able to pull to the side of the road. I don't need to intervene with anything, but I'm just here for, you know, witnessing it for my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Making sure nothing's really getting out of hand. Being a witness is fine. Uh, aggression, meeting aggression with another aggression doesn't help. It just well, goes- yeah, I'm, I'm not... Well, before you get into it, I'm not saying go there with aggression. We're not here for aggression. We don't got to take it to aggressive. Nothing has to be aggressive. No, I, I... I'm just here for... I'm here to make sure whatever you're saying is getting to him, whatever he's saying is getting you, we're not crossing paths. You're not coming out here with obsessive force using, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like... I, I, I think that's uh, not a bad deal. I think that is a step we can walk towards. But before we get to that step, we got to I think that's why it's crucial with these laws that we continue to to apply the pressure that we're applying right now and moving forward with that. Because even in that case, if we do, let's say, buy into that, uh, if they're killing us and more of us come, the result is they're going to kill us more. Mm hmm. You know, what I mean, it's gonna not kill gonna, us all. Yeah, it's not going to be a result of like uh, you can just sit there and witness and, and testify. I think you you definitely, if you see one in trouble, you need to pull over. Uh, I, I definitely think you need to pull over. But I think I've done that before. Oh, for sure. And I know some people that have. Yeah. And I see. I feel like. Right by my house. I, I and I feel like. You know, you may have one hothead that's here. You know, the police officer may be here. Hothead may be here. You need to come in right in the middle. You know, like, okay, and defuse. Your your job is not to defuse the situation. If you can, that's even better. But we do got to have, we do got to have, 
you know, some type of layers put in place. I, I mean, I hate to say it, and, 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 I, and I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, not every policeman is a dirty policeman. We know that. Yeah. I, yeah, I get that. But the same way y'all say that, not every black guy is a thug. Not every black guy is a thug. Not every black guy is a killer. You know, not every black... So that's the reputation. That's what you guys perceive of us every time you see us. So every time I see a cop, that's what I perceive of you. You know what I'm saying? You may not have been the guy that did the killing, and I may not have been the guy who sold the drugs or did whatever, whatever. But, you know what I mean? Because of my community did it, that's how you perceive all of us. You know what I'm saying? And because you hate my association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, we kind of got to have... Again, I I think we should be moving how we're moving. Um, I think that we got to keep the pressure on next. I think that we need to buy black. I think we need to support black. I think that we need to really spend our dollars in the black community. I feel like black people make stuff just as great as these white corporations make stuff. And I feel like, you know, we also just got to make sure that us in the community are taking care of people. You know what I'm saying? And that, and again, in the community, that also means making sure that when we have problems in the community with each other, we handle them totally different. You know, we don't need to resort to violence on each other. You know what I'm saying? Because we working back. We can't be working forward on the outside, but in the inside of the community, we working backwards. That doesn't even make sense. You know what I'm right. saying? We I mean, move forward as like as one. I definitely, so. I definitely agree with that, and I even agree with you as far as like trying to de-escalate a situation in some ways, or at least be like a middleman or like a point of peace to like kind of like calm what, however the situation is going. I just worry that, um, you know, more people would become victims because of that. Because I think, like, when adrenaline is running and tensions are high, people just, like, will react in any, you know, type of way. But, I mean, I do agree with that. I think there's so many different routes you can take to change the situation, and this could just be one of them. Yeah. I think think it's not... I think it's a not a bad um, deal. I think well, we watched what George was victims because the cop applied pressure. If you watch the video, the cop applies pressure because they're talking to him. Now, I'm not saying what they did was wrong, and I, I 100% get, get it because I, I was in my head like, yo, I wish somebody would just interfere. But I also understand, you know, like with the black dude there, if he interfered, he may be the next one with the neck, the knee on the neck. So I get that. Um, I, I think pe- I think all, all black folks, if you see somebody in trouble, you should pull over and just watch. You know what I mean? Record. And here's the thing. And, and But, okay, even with that, you're taking a chance because Eric Gardner, rest in peace, of course, um, the guy who recorded his death, they ended up getting him up on a gun charge or something. They got him on some weird charge, and now he's doing time in jail. So I feel like they're going to get you either way. If you're going to do the recording, you're going to release the video. They're coming to get you either way. And it's and I hate to say it, and I, and I really hate to say it because I shouldn't have to say it, but we're going to have to go through this a thousand more times before this shit is even cleared. And each time it's going to be... A thousand not even it. This, we're gonna I mean, this, that's just a number to throw out there. I'm just saying, we're going to have to go through this a lot more times before this shit's even cleared and before they even understand, you know what I'm saying... Before they even understand what's going on. So this is more than about, you know, reparations and this is bigger than all that, bro. Like this is this is this this is on a huge this is on a whole nother level. But I'm just saying in the in, in the black community, we do have to make sure that we're covering each other's backs. Uh as you know, it's, it's it's gotta happen. And of course, 
Uh, it's just crazy that we even have to have these talks in these times. And we kind of got off topic away from not, not just not totally off topic, but um, you would just think that after everything that happened with George Floyd, cop, George Floyd, excuse me, what cops would be on another level. Like they would be more understanding of things like, yo, we can't, you know what I'm saying? But to have that happen to George Floyd, have that happen to Breonna Taylor, man. And then we got to come look at this. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? And the crazy thing is, like, you read these things that black people do, and then you go and read these things that white people do. It'd right. be the same thing. And the white person's taken into custody. They might take him to McDonald's if he's hungry. Well, he needs something mm-hmm. to drink. You know what I'm saying? And black people gotta get the death penalty all because they're they're fighting back. And and it's just in that whole video, the whole thing is he was everything you've asked him, he was following. And the thing was his car's there, he had his ID. You can, you're going to get away, but I'm going to find you. This car is registered in your name. Right. And, like, and, I, I got you. There's no reason for me to shoot you. And, and, and kill you. Yeah, and, that's crazy. And you're 100% right. Um, and that was the, the argument I was having with a lot of folks because a lot of people felt like um, and, and some, and there were some Caucasian, I had a mixture. There were some that were Caucasian. There were some that were Black. Um, obviously, you know why the Caucasian one thought what they thought, but you had some that were black that may have been in law, law force or around law force or even worked in law force. I felt like, you know, he escalated the situation. I think um, from our community, none of us said he was good. None of us said what he did was good. The problem was we've seen these videos a million times Facts. with a Caucasian person and it doesn't result of a, a, a gun being pulled out of a trigger. I've yeah. seen a white man pull, I mean, I've seen a white man get a, a, a cop's taser before and shoot it at a cop, and not once was the gun brought out to finish it off. So, well, for I, me... Go ahead, my bad. Oh, for me, uh, it's it's not... The, the whole process was acceptable. There's a million things we could have did different. We could have let him yeah. got away. You had his DNA. You had his information. You could have maybe called... I've seen cops call more than one backup. Yeah, they, there was another one came. I seen him call three before. There's just different things we could have done and the result in doing it. And on top of that, in the video, if you watch, he had both cops on the ground. So if he really was trying to finish the job, he already had them in a soft spot. Um, but it shouldn't have got to the point where there's a, a, a dead man. I'm not saying that no point that he was he was right in his action. I don't think fighting the cops at all is um a good situation, but I also me watching from first view, I I knew he wasn't getting arrested. I me watching the first time, I'm calling it out like, yo, he's not getting arrested. He 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 multiple times mentions his sister's house. He multiple times interrupts and tries to mention about walking away. Like he's giving signs to be like, uh, he he's not going to comply to being arrested, and he sound nervous too. So obviously he was drunk, but I think obviously all black people are nervous when the cops. Or, or call to interrupt, or that's, not interrupt, or interact that, with you. That's uh, facts. I want to give uh, TJ some time to jump in here. But hold on, T, before you jump in here, I do want to say from the video, I did see, I never saw the police trying to de-escalate the situation. You can tell the police officer was getting frustrated with the situation. Um, again, uh, T, I want to give you some time to talk, my guy. Uh, floor is yours, brother. Um, I thought... From from my, you know, when I looked at the video the first yeah, time, yeah. I thought the two cops 
were actually not bad until the one shot him, which was, you know, terrible. You know, he didn't need training. That you don't, like, let him run. I mean, he was probably too intoxicated. It looked like he was about to fall anyway on the ground. <laughs> Jumped back on him and then, you know, handcuffed him. Didn't need to shoot him. But I felt like they were not bad until that happened. Um, also, I could tell he didn't want to go to jail. I you, I could already see in his body language that he did not want to go back to jail. Either he either he has a drinking problem or he was in jail before. But you could tell he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm I'm gone. Not not to cut you off, but there's some things I heard how he was saying it was his daughter's birthday the next day. Uh, I actually heard him mention that his mom was passed away for I think a year, and he was actually he actually had just came from. He, he mentioned something about coming, and he could have used it to lie. So I don't nobody nobody could tell if it's true or not. But but I know he mentioned his mom. He went to his mom's gravesite, so you could put that maybe in the mix. It was enough to be like he wasn't going to go to it. And I, I I'll credit what TJ said. Yeah, when I first watched it, I didn't think the cops uh, were aggressive or too much but i think this is why this is a great conversation because i had one saying well i had somebody mention that to me and was like well i don't think it's a racial thing because the cops were actually really nice no because you're nice it is still a racial thing you don't it's have to thing. Get you, out you, of don't, here. you don't have to necessarily hate there's some people that don't hate blacks but don't like blacks so if you say that that there's a white man in this situation the white man doesn't get shot how is it that the black man gets shot? Well, I mean, I, I hear your point on that. Um, there are cases, it's just not as many as compared to black skin shot, but there have been white people that got shot by white cops for doing the same thing. I agree to that. I agree to that one, T, because I've, I've, I've been looking up cases. I've been reading cases where white people do get shot. And those cases are unfortunate as well. For those cases, I have the same I have the same pain that I have for our black cases. But our black cases happen more often. More often, we are judged before the cop even gets to the car window. We are our, our cases. Our cases are we're not treated fairly. We never get the same respect as the white person does. Um, nine out of ten, if there's some if there's some shit going down, uh, uh, my interactions with the police is going to be totally different from a white guy's interaction with the police. It's going to be two totally different. They're going to talk to me way more aggressive, way more aggressive. They're going to make sure their authority is is, is, is put in my face and I know who I'm dealing with and I don't know who I'm talking to. So, like, I, I agree. And as far as the policeman in the video, I think the video started off cool, but I can tell where the cop was getting a little irritated at this point. Yeah. And his... Hey, can he I say yeah, go ahead, Chris. Like, what, what I understand was a lot of people don't understand is uh, it's, it's a human instinct called fight or flight when things get to a certain point. Right. And because of previous encounters that we've seen with black people and the cops, mm-hmm. black people instinctually get a feeling at a certain point that, okay, I need to either do something to fight or flight to save my life. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't uh, get to that point. Like, sure. Number one, I don't, I don't know the procedures, but I'm pretty sure... Every cop has to go through go through some type of physical test that they should be able to run. I think they should uh, they have to be able to run at least two miles mm-hmm. um, when, it, when it comes to chasing somebody. But I'm like, most recently the videos of people getting shot in the back because 
they don't want to chase them. I'm like, you're trained to chase them. You're supposed to chase like you're, you're supposed to chase them. And then my other, uh, only other thing is, instead of giving them actual bullets, give them rubber bullets because rubber bullets, they if uh, regular bullets are 100 uh, percent effective, rubber bullets are about 80 to 85 percent effective. And I'll tell you what, I got hit my chest four times by a rubber bullet. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, but I agree. With that, I, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't think rubber but bullets it's, is it's, bad. It's fight or flight. It's fight or flight. It's nah, I, I 100% agree with you. I think that that is a, a major thing. When, when we run into previous situations of being on it, you do create that. I think rubber bullets isn't bad, but I, I think we have to focus in. The, the, the problem is, is that homeboy was running and the cop shot him in the back. You're defenseless in your back. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, did he turn around and shoot the tase? Yeah, but that's the second one too. So let's not forget that like, after that, the, the taser gun isn't even that dangerous. And if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure they make the cops test that uh, taser, too, to make sure that they know what it feels like um, when they with them using that. So if it's too dangerous to the a cop, then is that too dangerous for us? Um, homeboy shouldn't have shot. There's no reason he should have been shot in his back. There has no answer to why you felt the need to shoot in his back. My thing is, okay, I was just going to say, like, I I 100% agree with that. And when I was saying that it's racial, like, earlier, just, like, kind of, like, agreeing that it was, I don't think it's a racism thing. I think it's a racial stereotyping thing. And it's also a fear thing. So I've seen young white men, like, swing at cops, run away from cops, do a lot of different things. They're not scared of them because that's something that they're either, A, used to because they see a familiarity in that person or they're not afraid. But when it comes to somebody that they've been, you know, conditioned to be afraid of their whole life, like a large black man, then they're going to end up being a little bit more aggressive. And I think it does tie into the whole fight or flight thing that Chris was saying, because we're fighting or flighting. So when that adrenaline starts pumping, we have to make that decision. But adrenaline is pumping on their side as well. So now they're either deciding on how, how they're going to handle the situation. And a lot of times it is fighting us instead of maybe not necessarily fleeing, but like handling it in a calming situation. But wait, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. And I was going to say one other thing and now I can't remember. Um, oh, and here's my thing. Okay, yeah, you shot him in the back. You're wrong for that. But what I have a problem with is then you kick them after. Right. Like, that's the thing that I have a problem with. And I don't think that there, like, I just, there's something inside of you that you felt like you was that mad. You pulled your gun out. You shot that man in the back. And then after you were done, you kicked him. You should have fucking spit on him, too. Excuse my language, because I'm trying not to cuss as much on this show. But I mean, the kick, the kick is like a spit. Uh, uh, and again, that's why I was saying, like, uh, there, there's racism and then there's race. Like, it don't always have to be, like, I hate black people, like... It's the stereotype. Like you shouldn't have felt, you should you shouldn't feel like you gotta put your hand on a on a gun holster when you come to a black person's car. If you don't feel that way with a white person, mm-hmm. are we all gonna respond the same way? No. Is there some of us that are bad? Yes. Is there some that's going like yes? This DUI was a DUI. We all agree. Mm-hmm. Should should he have fought the cops? No. But was there a lot more resources of things they could have done? Yes, I don't want to hear bad decision 
when it didn't have to be a bad decision. You patted him down. You already knew he had money in his pockets. He didn't have a weapon in his pockets. And even when he had you both on the ground, he decided to run. He mm -hmm. That tells me he's not coming here for anything else. He's just trying to get away. Let him get away. He told you his sister's hey, house is not too far. Can I, can I say something just to like clear something up? Hey, go ahead, my guy. It's, all, it's always on my mind, right? So, like, all right, um, I, the word that everyone should be using is prejudice. Like, Trump, he's not a racist, but he does racist things. Racist things are a result of being prejudiced. So, I think Trump's a racist. I think Trump's racist. No, no, I think... no, that's the thing. You, you can't call somebody a racist. you got to call them their prejudice. And whatever they do is an act. It's called it's racism. Racism derives from prejudice. Right, from Does your prejudiced thinking. So they are prejudiced right. people, but then when you so, kill us in the streets and you do all these different things and you're a racist because you put action racist. behind your feelings. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's racist. But I think, the person themselves is prejudiced. I so think Trump, Trump is racist behind doors. He's prejudiced. I, I think Trump is a big racist behind doors. Hate to say it, but I think a lot of policemen are big racists behind doors. You yeah. can't wear that badge on your shoulder out here in public, but... Um, I feel the same way. I feel like I feel like I don't. I, and again, you know, you guys call it a racial thing, not racist. I get it, but I think a lot of people are racist behind their back, and I think a lot of people do not like the color black, and they don't like our skin color, and they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that we I do not. What would you say, Chris? We're, we're like we're prejudiced, but we don't do racist things, like you said. A lot right. of people have, yeah. So, like, I'm prejudiced in many ways, but right. I don't act upon my prejudice. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I that, that's, that, that's the difference I'm trying to make. Because okay. I, I hear people, oh, this is racist. This is I'm like, I mean, yeah, the acts are, yes, considered racist. But you calling a person racist, you can't call them an adjective or a verb. They, they're prejudiced. That's just like a noun. I can agree with you on that, Chris. You, I, I can agree with you 100% on that. I can agree with you 100% on that. I just think that, again, again, the black community, wrapping this up before we move forward, um, in the black community, yep. we need to do better. Um, not not that we're not doing great already. We're doing awesome right now. We're keeping the pressure on. Again, I just think we can do more. Again, um, supporting black businesses. So with that being said, again, uh, BWM Radio has two buses to get you back and forth for the walk on August 28th. Uh, the March in Washington, I think you guys need to sign up. I think everybody needs to sign up. Uh, people, I, I read and post all day, people want to support black businesses, looking for black businesses, but nobody's doing what they're saying they're trying to do. If you're trying to support black businesses, buy you a ticket. Here's the beautiful thing. You can buy a ticket to sponsor somebody who can't afford a ticket. You know what I'm saying? You can buy the ticket. We'll make sure the ticket gets to somebody who wants to go who can't afford a ticket. You know, there's mad options out there. Um, so We're still, uh, you know, brother, you know, maybe what you say? our jobs right now, you know. People don't got jobs right now, but it's crazy. I see more people that got jobs than more people who don't. So it's getting a little <laughs> iffy out here. It's looking a little crazy. Um, but, you know, people got bills, you know? People do got bills, brother, but people yeah, people got the, the big bottle of Henny. I know that shit, I know that shit expensive. That shit uh, look a little different. Nah, now, if you say uh, maybe Ciroc or... Uh, brother, I log on to Facebook every day. Somebody got... Case Penny is actually cases. really expensive. But niggas got cases of liquor. It is. It's all types of liquor on the table. And then they put the little fire emoji on top of that. 
and then they put, you know, their little cool captions, yo, it's about to be lit. Yo, this shit about to be crazy. Yeah, you know, I get it. Wait, what'd you say, TJ? <laughs> A bottle of Henny for twenty. I don't know where y'all be going at. But that's the small bottle. The big bottles of Henny. Fifty or sixty. Yeah, they're like oh, yeah, that, they're brother. expensive. Go get you a ticket. See, with that with that bottle of Henny money, you can go get a ticket. You can support somebody <laughs> who can't afford a ticket. You know, and it's really important. So let's put the bottles down for a minute. Let's stop. Uh, let's stop hiding our pain and let's deal with it in, in, in an appropriate way that we should deal with it. And. Um, that's not, let's not keep creating scars for our children. That's not keep. That's not keep opening scars for ourselves. Let's let's do something. Let's go march for a better cause, and everybody should get on the bus. And with that being said, uh, before we're moving forward, uh, white people get treated way better than black people get treated. We don't have to open that wound again. But I say that and say that because the one time I had to go take care of a ticket. At the, uh, I told this story before. At the joint, at the little police station, there was this white guy that walked in. Full of anger, full of anger, slammed like swung the door open. You can hear the door again swung open, full of full of hatred. Came in here, said, "Where's the fucking chief?" I said, "Oh shit, no, bring the fucking chief out here right now." This, I said, "Oh shit, this nigga about to get shot." <laughs> in the building, the ladies talking to the guy like, "Sir, calm down." No, no, I want to speak to the fucking chief. And then, of course, the chief comes out nice and calm. Sir, what's going on? Uh. This is some bullshit. You guys find me and just going off. And, you know, I'm sitting like, oh, this is some crazy shit. And, of course, uh, they made sure they helped him out in every way possible. He made it out there. It had been different if I walked in there. and was like, yo, where's the fucking chief? <laughs> you know, it's going to look a little Honey. Yeah, so, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Think, so, <laughs> I, I got a thing, though, though. But, see, here's the thing. <laughs> Play it on me, T. <laughs> Where I work at, we have... White or black, right? That come in, and what my job is, if I know them, they come in like that. We're like, okay, we know him. He's fine. He's just a little out there. He's going to scream, kick, but he's not going to do any harm. He's just a loud person, and he's he's going to act like that. So the guy, the police station, already know about this guy coming. Right. In, probably does this. That's the thing. They don't know each other. This isn't. This is the thing. They don't know each other. You know. Hold on, I'm about to tell you because the guy came in looking for somebody, and the guy, the, the chief, the head chief guy that came out behind the door, uh, uh, said, "That's not me." Uh, whoever the guy was must have worked a uh, night shift or some shit like that. I, I don't know. It wasn't the chief he was looking for. So then that yeah. automatically spurred into, well, this is some bullshit. Whatever. It was. It was crazy. It was crazy. Like you know when somebody know each other because the guy come out. Oh, Mr. Brooks, calm down. We, you do this every time, Mr. Brooks. Step to the side. It was nothing like that. It was just the, you could tell it was the policeman trying to defuse the situation. Like, all right, well that's not me. Uh, tell me what happened. The the, the guy's going off. Like literally, go, I'm waiting for him to like kick his ass in the door. But real, it's, I mean, it's the same. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say either way. Even if it, if it is the case, it, we we know for a fact that whites are treated differently than black. Yeah, it was crazy. It's I wonder what you were saying, Lahai. Always say. I mean, yes, most of the time, yes, but not not. It's because I've I've witnessed that it it just all sometimes it all depends on the person on both sides. So like, I I don't I don't like when people say <laughs> all because it's not you know it's not true. Okay. That all. all, right, all we I, I want to hear what Lahai said. 
we won't say all, but if a large black man walks into a police station and it's like, where's the fucking chief? They're going to be like, I want you to sit your black ass down and have nah, some respect. Nah, you got to give it some more. I, I you got to give it some more intro. Where's the fucking chief? You got to yeah, give it some more. But here's the other thing. It all goes back to fear. If a white man comes in there and you're a white person and that is someone that someone comes in there and they're snapping, they like, oh, that reminds me of my crazy Uncle Johnny. He ain't going to do nothing. He's fine. But if a black man comes in there and it's a white person that does not have interactions with black people and they're really just feeling like, oh, this is the aggressive black man that I've seen on TV, they're going to approach it a totally different way. And I just feel like that's how that's what happens most of the time, even when we're outside and in like actual situations and interactions with the cops. So even though it's like, oh, it's funny, they may have known each other or whatever. No, the thing is, it's still a fear thing. And that bothers me. Because we aren't treated equally. It's a power control thing, but it's also a race thing. When black men come in, a black, like as a black female, we are looked at as aggressive. I can't even express myself at all, or I'm looked at as a girl with an attitude, being aggressive, not trying to listen. When it's like, no, I'm just trying to express myself. So I think that we're all treated, you know, they don't want us to scare them at all. They want us to be quiet and humble and comply and do all these different things. And that's not fair. And with that being said, why you uh, women express yourself? I'm about tired of being called a, a pro-gas nigga. If I see that type of oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Every nigga can't be a broke-ass nigga. Like, that's crazy. Oh my God. Maybe he was just a good guy. You guys just weren't compatible. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Every, every guy has a moment that they not their greatest, that they got to find their path. So <laughs> You got me and we still calling you broke. <laughs> oh my God. I just paid for your dinner plus mine, plus the Uber back to the house. And I gave you a little something to hold on to for the rest of the week, and I'm still a broke nigga. Oh, my God. I'm great when I do great things, but I'm broke when I don't do great things. It's unbelievable. <laughs> got to gotta show a little men's support here. Um, <laughs> God. All right, uh, moving forward. I don't know what happened to TJ. He must have to use the bathroom. Um, <laughs> where are we at here? All right, that was the police. Oh, shoot. All right. Trump signs an executive order incentivizing police reforms. I don't know about that. Uh, you guys want to speak to that? T, you know about that? If you ever come back? T, are you alive? Man, I don't support nothing Trump because it's not genuine. It's not from the heart. It's nothing positive. Uh, I, I don't fuck with... I'm not... I, I do have to go in to do more uh, research on what is in this bill. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't... Uh, like, I know what's in this bill, but at the same time, I know that Trump's intentions is never good. So I'm not even on train with, like, expecting anything positive in this shit. Well, this was one of my topics that I wanted to throw in, and I, I didn't really look at it a whole lot of it. It was just, it, it came up earlier this week, and I thought it was interesting. But the thing that he's, like, banning, like, chokeholds and things like that, but it's um, except if an officer's life is at risk. My thing is, I feel like the reason why I said, so you're putting that disclosure in there, that that exception. Um, and most times the officers feel like they are at risk, which is mm -hmm. why they do do that. So I don't understand how um, anything would change. You can't like, how are you going to prove in a court of law that you felt like you're you weren't at risk? It is Trump. This is what I'm saying by Trump. Like, it's never good intentions. Like the show code should be banned. 
We've seen two times. We've seen multiple times, actually, of chokehold. We've seen Eric Gardner die of chokehold, and there was no need for it because he was selling cigarettes. Yeah, was that was he allowed to do that? Probably not. But should he have died? No. Uh, yeah, and, did you get the death penalty for selling cigarettes? No. No. You shouldn't get any type of penalty. You should be chokehold when some guy pull a gun out and you disarm the gun from him. and All right, you choke him away. Homeboy's trying to shoot you. I get it. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But when I'm seeing people that's being pulled over for small things uh, or getting chokehold and things that aren't super serious where maybe they might go to jail or they might just get a damn ticket and, and keep it moving, it's not this being a result of them dying and we have to sit here and speak about it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, chokehold full of shit. That's why I said I didn't even really get into what Trump signed in this thing because I know it don't have no good intentions. When George Floyd died, Trump did not reach out to that family. He right. has yet to reach out to any of these current situations. So, well, it's funny because in the one article I was reading, he did say he was like, oh, they said that Trump had visited like nine families or something like that. And um, I'm like, which families? Because I'm sure if you visited George Floyd's family, we would know. You know what I mean? Did it. They they put it out that that he has yet to speak to them. Uh, I don't think he spoke to the Rashad family. It's Trump. Like, I'm not, man, I'm not the wrong one. Nobody going to get me. It's like the Kardashians for me. You're not going to get me to say nothing positive. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm not a fan of anything Trump does. I again, I didn't read this bill. I don't even follow the the, the moves that Trump makes. That I, so I don't. The only thing I followed from Trump was that stimulus check, brother. I need that. Other than that, I, brother, it's I'm not, not even from him. That's from our American government. I mean, yeah, but president, like I don't, but... I don't read of enough like our government. Anything with I just anything with Trump, I just don't. I just prefer not to. You know, it just. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you know somebody who never has anything good to say. So, like, why even why even have the conversation? You know, it's kind of like, I, you know, I just just not fit to do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, T, you have yeah. anything to say about Trizumpy? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to move forward. Uh, I, I don't I've been seeing this, but I'm not really sure. Y'all got to might have to break it down for your boy. And your mama and uncle Ben to be renamed. What, what's up with that? I think they're trying to rename the uh, syrup. I don't know full information on it because I just didn't feel that was deep to me, to be quite well, honest. I, yeah, it's not that it is deep. It's just annoying. And I was like, I got to pick my battles because I feel like for myself, um, you know, however a company wants to, like, show change, that's their right. But so basically, Aunt Jemima, obviously the picture that she is on like the pancake mix box and like on the syrup is problematic. Um, They shared a story as far as like how she became like the face of that. And then um, as far as Uncle Ben's rice, I guess they wanted to change his face too. But I was like, I thought Uncle Ben's story was different, but maybe not. But my thing is, I mean, I get that you want to do that in stance of, like, the Black Lives Matter movements, but I feel like those things are so small compared to what you really could be doing. Like, having those tough conversations on a regular basis or trying to change the way that you and your family think or trying to, you know, push for laws to be changed and policies to be, you know, put in place and whatever. And I just, like, I mean, thank you if you want to change that... Thank you if you want to change, like, the face of your product that's made you money for years. I mean, that's great. But, I mean, does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? No. Uh, yeah, I think we got to pick and choose our battles. Yeah. So um, it's not a... 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, Angel Mama and Uncle Ben Rice is not what I'm worried about. <laughs> our culture, Honestly, I'm paying attention. It's, uh, it's just PC culture finally making it to the black community. That's all it is. Yeah. And he's being politically correct. Mm. You're 100%. Remember last show, I said, uh, we are now the first time, it's the first time we've been in black culture where it's, you have, they're walking on eggshells of anything towards black culture. So just like in the uh, gay community, when you say wrong things, you, they're coming for you. It's the same thing in the black community. Now, I think now a lot of your uh, companies are worried because they're afraid they're going to catch the backlash of like, Blacks and cancellation mm-hmm. Good point. That's a great point. Uh, anybody else got anything to say about your ain't, ancient mama? I'm not worried about ancient mama or uncle. Over there, I could have come down the way. I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving forward, uh, we got a uh, J. Cole Snow on the Bluff controversy. Yeah. Uh, we'll let Darno kick that off because I'm sure he's got a lot to say. <laughs> I really don't have a lot to say. Uh, it's a simple thing. Uh, uh, it's a, um, a um, activist, and she's a, also a rap artist named No Name. She tweeted out, uh, I don't know how long ago, it was a couple of days ago, she had tweeted out basically uh, something about, and I'm paraphrasing, about, uh, your, you know, your top rappers uh, glorifying um, black culture and race and things like that, um, but have yet to make any posts uh, about what's going on right now. Um, and, you know, J. Cole did a song, uh, and he just gave his, his point of view, what he felt from it. I mean, you know, he's felt shorty. Let's talk about him. That's the... Uh, and he replied in the song. He, oh, well, he, he replied in the song. I think a, a, a lot of issues from what I'm, I'm seeing for those that aren't, like, fans of, or those that don't really know J. Cole, um, a lot of those that I'm seeing is from some of the women is that uh, the timing of when he chose to respond, the uh, the word tone, tone and tone for them is a, is a problem for them. Um, what J. Cole's saying, uh, if you ask my personal opinion, um, it's just Kobe and Kobe making an honest conversation. Um, I, I've listened to the song a bunch of times, looked over the lyrics. Um, I understand what they're upset about but i also feel like it's not as deep as what they're making it but i'm also a man so i can't tell a woman how she's gonna necessarily feel when it comes to that i can tell you as a fan that j cole's always and always have put it out there that he was never trying to be the artist that made uh what is it i don't want to say song for black movement culture but he was never aiming for that direction his music just kind of gradually went towards that direction. And instead of him fighting it, he embraced it. But um, it's J. Cole. I think we sometimes put him on a high pedestal because he went to college and graduated. But forget that he is still a human being. So um, I thought he was always a conscious rapper. Conscious as rap, like hip-hop conscious, but he was never... he like never politically conscious? He, yeah, he never was trying to go for the political, like, uh, the Eric Gartners and all that. He just, it kind of where we put him at and he just started to stick with it. Um, that a lot of his battles in his career was that because he didn't want to be like the messenger for people. But Jacob's a thinker. And with a thinker, you're going to get what a thinker thinks. Um, and, you know, and even in the song, like 
you're hearing him as a thinker talk to you. Uh, he's sharing his views of how he saw the young lady's comments and how he's not 100% sure she's talking about him, but he feels like she's talking about him. Because um, he said she keeps addressing rappers, but he feels like she's talking about me. He said some, he said some, uh, some, some shit in this, in this, in this uh, record, which is true to the day. I think, I, I think the way he addressed it was, it's, it's, it, it wasn't disrespectful. I think the tone was perfect. I think, I think, I think what was happening was J Cole was coming in here was like, hey, no name. I don't know if you're talking about me. I feel like you're talking about me. So let me, let me tell you what I think. I'm telling you what I'm thinking. I'm telling you how I'm feeling. But at the end of this, I'm telling you, I'm not really doing much because I haven't read much. I haven't really even been following this information. You know, and a lot of people crown me the Tupac of my generation. And, That's and not I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not that. I'm just the guy who thinks. And I'm yeah. just thinking. Now, I, I will say, um, shit, I just lost the train of thought I was going to say. Well, good. Think about it, and then let me say this. I really feel like, not in a rude way, I'm just saying, like, I understand where J. Cole is coming from, but I think it's, like, almost a defense thing. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. And yeah, like, I think that if you were going to address something, then you should have addressed some of the recent murders. Like, we do... The thing is, I always, like... I'm always torn on the pressure that we put on artists. So, like, yes, you are regular people, but you also have put yourself in this place where we have to hold you accountable at times. And when people in our community are dying and we're going to be looking for you to say something. When I was growing up, we had public enemy number one or public enemy, excuse me. We had also Queen Latifah. We had all these different rappers that would join together, make songs that address issues in the community. And I think that that's missing and lacking. Yeah. So it was a lot of them. Um, yeah. A lot of artists. And, and I'm going to say, and, and, and what I want to say is that, um, well, one, uh, you got to remember that he has a platform. So I heard on Joe Button's podcast, and they made a great point that I think some of the backlash that he's catching is because J. Cole has a higher platform than Shorty. So when you hear the J. Cole song and you see it, you're not necessarily looking at the angle where he's coming from. You're looking at like, yo, like, you're coming out of nowhere. You got a major platform. I will say that I'm not going to put that on him because Cole has done a lot for our uh, community, just as well as Kendrick. So I'm not going to attack Cole and Kendrick. Uh, I, I said this last show, and I'm sticking with it. I'm not looking for celebrities to do anything right now. This ain't celebrities are making a change. Celebrities have always spoken. It's our streets that's talking, and that's what I'm paying attention to. Do I, Would I like to see our celebrities out there and walking? You know, yeah. And if it's moments that they, they decide they want to speak, that's cool. But I don't want the celebrities moving this because celebrities is always doing a movement towards something of our culture. I want our streets to continue to tell me what it is that they want and they want change. And right now the streets are saying that they want defunding and the police and that they want change around here. So that's what I'm paying attention to. But I'm not canceling a rapper that who's showed me that he's done stuff for the community, that's created stuff like... Uh, a home to bring single mothers that didn't have a father in the picture of their child to make sure that they had somewhere to live and they didn't have to pay for the place that they were at, who's also been in many walks and uh, conversations of things that happen to black cultures. So I'm, I'm not canceling Cole and I'm not going to cancel Kendrick Lamar. I think we're, we're approaching it the wrong way as far as coming after them because they actually do a lot in the community where there's a lot of other rappers that don't do shit in the community. 
Do so, people want to cancel them, or are they uh, just... Not cancel but he's catching a lot of flat. And it's not just him. Uh, even Kendrick, too. They're catching a lot of flat. But the way that Shorty posted that, when you talk about the top artists, there's only two artists that's really, like, uh, of this generation now, not in the past. Of right now, it's only two artists that really be speaking on black culture, and that's Kendrick and uh, Cole, as far as top dogs. I'm not talking about other art. There are other artists out there that speak on black culture, but uh, you know, Wale's one of them too. But um, as far as who they consider top dogs, you usually get it from Kendrick and um, uh, J. Cole. So they're catching flack, but I, I'm not. I'm not on the flack train because I just know what they've done for the community. That I'm not paying it no mind. I think you gotta let them have room and take time. And I just think we need to stop forcing the artists to do it because right now isn't for the artists. When the time comes for the artists, I want the artists to do their part, but. Right now, I'm not looking for the artists. I'm looking for what our streets are doing. We're, we're please. The streets are the people that live through this stuff every... Sorry, TJ, because I know you want to say something. The streets are the people that live through this stuff every single day. Right. And that's the thing. People get rich and they make money and they're getting their money off of the white man. And also... And excuse me, because I hate always trying to make this about race, but it's the truth. Is- you're making your money off of a larger scale back in our day when black people were only like buying like black music but now they're mainstream so i think that they don't want to mess their money up either half the time they pick and choose and wait for calculated times when when they um feel like you know they pick and choose when they say something i don't necessarily have that for cole and kendra i think they just don't have the uh, enough information on their homework that they don't want to speak on these niggas are smart that's right. are smart, um, but we gotta stop acting like, like I said, when it, when Ferguson had this situation out there, nobody told Cole to go out there. He went out there by himself, no security, no nothing. Him and had a conversation with the people that were angry there, not just for Mike Brown, but for the whole community out there. Kendra's as well done a lot of things for the community. So now, in this time that this is coming, I understand that people want to hear them say something, but let's not start acting like we don't know that they've done stuff. Maybe they're doing a research and homework. And I did see Cole out there walking with the community. So I don't want to sit here and X them out. Like, oh, they're not doing that. Like, yo, look. No one's doing that, though. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that I'm not going to put it on them that, yo, this is about money. This is about that. Like, they've done a lot when nobody was doing anything. They were out there doing it. And Wale's one of them as well that's been out there, you know, marching and protesting. Um, and I've seen people, you know, send shots his way, too, like, uh, when it comes to Cole, Kendrick, and Wale, I'm not questioning anything they do. I just think they're doing their homework and their research. Or that they're protesting and they're doing peacefully. All right. Uh, hey, real quick, that's, what, that's my song this week. I forgot to tell y'all. Yeah, the Wale joint? June, June 5th by Wale. The album? Got you, Chris. Uh, that's a dope song. Did you want to add anything to that, T? Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like he was just a little sensitive. Cole? He's so sensitive? Why why make the song if she didn't really say his name? Who's the top who is the top artist in the game? So I want you I want I because I didn't really see what she said. I want I, I'm asking you, what did she actually say? She said that and I can't get it because I don't know I don't remember it from word from word, but basically to paraphrase it, she basically said that um you know, there's artists out here, your top artists is out here uh, pretty much promoting and, and speaking on black culture, but then have yet to make any comments and posts about uh, what's going on in this time right now. 
so how you know she's not talking about like who's who's hot right now? Like who's hot right now? Goes the baby. Well, wait, TJ. I just pulled it up. The baby's not the top dog in the game. She said, poor black folks all over the country are putting their bodies on the line in protest for our collective safety. And y'all favorite top-selling rappers not even willing to put a tweet up. That's not Niggas' whole discographies be about black plight and they know where to be found. Who's discography? It's only two artists, three artists, actually, I can can tell you right now that holds mad discography over black culture yeah but everybody's idea of top selling rappers i feel like can be a little bit different so we can't necessarily say well here's the thing we can't necessarily say that's who she's talking about but complex did say uh while everything is going on it has been radio silent from j cole and kendrick lamar um who have crafted their discographies excuse me around highlighting systemic flaws in the back black experience i can't talk Who's the top dogs in the game? And then they said, despite this, several other top tier rappers Dylon. Dylon and Dylon. have used their platform to address to address the situation. So like Soup Dog, Ti, Killer Mike, Chance the Rapper. So um, basically, Complex is the one that singled out J Cole and Ken- Kendrick Lamar, and she never said those names specifically. She could have been talking about many people, right? She could have been talking about Jay Z. It took them uh, a little bit to say Jay-Z something. Jay Z is a goat. That's a different level. It doesn't matter. Her ID, her example of top tier selling artists is not doesn't have to be yours. And again, J Cole says in the song, "I'm not sure if she's talking about me." This but is I all. I feel like she was. <laughs> I feel like lie. she was, and he's saying that if you are addressing me, this is how I'm looking at it. Nowhere that's in the conversation. Easy. But that's kind of that's kind of almost seems like he's feeling guilty. Exactly. If you listen to the whole song, he goes in and say he's not doing as much as he should because he don't have full knowledge of all his homework. So he's in, he's already accepting, saying, "Yo, show you're not wrong." But y'all putting me on a platform that I'm not. I never said that I was the super leader, this deep person. I'm saying that yeah, just more homework I need to do. Uh, on here, and maybe you are right, I am not doing right, but I feel like you're talking about me, and this is why I'm feeling like you're talking about me. Again, uh, it's all assumptions. It's assumptions, and my thing is, why can't he just, you know, talk to no name instead of putting out, making money off of it? Yeah, because if it was another male rapper, excuse me to bring gender in this, but if it was another male rapper and they kind of hinted at something but didn't say anything, they'd be like, this me, I never got a reply for it level. But this woman says something. She puts a tweet out, doesn't name any names. Complex makes an article and basically says this is who she's talking to. Now you want to make a whole complex had nothing to do. In response, you're gonna you're gonna put false information. Complex that had nothing to do I'm with. I'm not putting false. This is the article yes, from Complex. The Complex is saying, but Complex is going around off of what everybody else is speaking. It doesn't matter. On top of that, no, no, Darnell, don't do that. They have a responsibility as like a company. Yeah, they have take, a responsibility. To take responsibility for the words that they say. I'm just but, saying that Complex. The, the way you're presenting it is that. Cole's reading off of what Complex is saying. And that's where the response comes from. No, this is going around the industry. And nobody knows if they did have a conversation or not. The, the thing is, he's an artist. 
So it's not about making money. It's a conversation. Like, this is how he puts it. He's a thinker. When you're a thinker, this is how he does music. Drake is an emotional nigga just as well as if we're, if we're labeling code, right? Drake puts a lot of his shit in his music where there are probably conversations he could have. Now so, you get a little butt hurt. Nobody said, <laughs> what are you talking about? About Cole being labeled, I didn't say he was. I, nobody's labeling Cole. I just said it's like he felt a little guilty. That's why he put. Nobody her. said that you said his label. I'm giving you artists that are emotional. You said you said I'm saying that. I'm saying that Cole's response. You said why didn't he just have a conversation? We don't know if he did it. We know that he put a track out. He he, he spread his view. There's also other people out there that think the same way he does. So the conversation is now a, a, a conversation that needs to be discussed. But what I'm saying is that we don't know what the behind the scenes was. More likely, he probably did have a conversation with Shorty. More likely. But... Then why put a song out? He's an artist. He's a thinker. What do you mean? Well, Drake fuck all these whole... Why is this nigga putting this shit out there? Like, oh, no. Are you mad? Oh, no. I'm, I'm saying that... These artists are um, these are artists. These are artists. So as an artist, I have a job to talk. When I'm talking, I'm talking on what I'm doing. This is him thinking. Cool. When the best, the best way for an artist to express themselves is through their own art. Thank you. Saying that. That's all he's trying to say. Chris, no, don't try to come in here and try to defend because hey, look, I'm saying has like, got, okay, that is so far go. off topic. If Van Gogh wanted to uh, point his, get his point across, he wouldn't write a letter. He'd paint something. And you have to remember that there are other people that think just like him that may not be that. So this is a this this is a conversation. That's all I'm simply saying. But what we're doing is that we're forgetting too what they do do for this community. And I'm not about to sit there and put them on no cancer culture over. A conversation. No one's canceling him. I'm not Who? talking about y'all. There's, there's a lot of flack Cole's been catching for this, and the cancel culture has been trying to cancel Cole out from this situation. Uh, but, again, like I said, it's a good conversation. I think it was needed. I thought the track was well written. I didn't think it was nothing. I heard no names. Her track was well as two. I thought it was good conversation between the two. It's part of music. This is the art of music, and this is what music's for. Yeah, he was just having a mixed uh mixed time. Mixed emotion. I think uh <laughs> I think that I would I would like any artist that's gonna speak on it to be well informed though. So maybe Wait. if J. Cole and Kendrick are taking their time, they haven't really been following stories, they just kinda of read the headlines and go on from there. I would rather them not speak on it. But as long as they are taking the time to really understand the situation, what's going on in the black community, then like go ahead and speak on it. I feel I will, like their time's coming, you know what I'm saying? So well, you got to give them some time. What I will say is that they both have been out here marching. So let's not get it twisted. Like, because they ain't saying nothing, don't mean they ain't out here working. I know, I agree. I, I hear so that. if that's the case, then if it doesn't, I'm just saying if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Yeah, but you're telling like, an I, artist, you're telling an artist, don't be who he is. If he's please, a thinker, how many people he, have dissed him before? Did he say something to every single person? Name me all the people that have dissed him. I'm just saying, how exactly. many? It was a question. How many? Well, when uh, Kendrick before? Lamar dropped that control verse, he got on that Justin Timberlake song off the 2020 album and uh, replied. But and if you listen to, and, but uh, we knew that 
that we know that Kendrick Lamar That's was definitely dissing him. Exactly. So that was facts. Well, nobody's so been nobody sense. really sneaked this cold. So there's been a so that been, was facts though. Because you're saying because he dropped the name that that's fact. But there's been multiple beef between Kendrick and Drake, and there's been no name droppings. And Big Sean and Kendrick, and there's been no name dropping today. And we didn't know until Kendrick and Sean, well, not Kendrick, but until Big Sean let light in and then he felt type of way from Kendrick at one point. So, like, that's music. It ain't always name dropping in it. I think what uh, Cole... He was being an artist. Like, that's just what they do. Drake does Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was insightful. I didn't think it was necessary to make a full song about her. Now you're talking about her background and your assumptions. It wasn't full I'm not finished. It's, I'm not finished. First of all, it's barely a song because it's not even three minutes, bro. But also... Like, you're sitting there talking about her upbringing and all of these different things or the assumptions that you have about who this person is. And all you could have said is, like, mind your business. I'll address it when I want to address it if, if you're talking about me. Or you could have made a whole other song. All right, Chris. All right, Chris. You are ahead of In my opinion, I think it's like the, uh, the Eminem effect. Like, how Eminem says he doesn't diss people back because it just makes their career better. In a way, uh, a lot of people probably start listening to No Name more than what they do now. Like, I listened to her before because of Chance the Rapper, but right. a lot of people don't know about who she is, but they know who she is now. And then he also came out and, I think, supported her he afterwards. Did. He did. So, Again, like I said, we don't so know. Making a whole song is necessary because he then puts her her name on his platform right. and brings up her, her, uh, her, her uh, what is that, her, her fan base. Yes. Uh, and if anything, the conversation, the song elevates her career. If, but he didn't, if that's, that is if you knew that he was talking about her. But some people he, aren't going to know that. And if you do the research because of the cancel culture, they're going to find out that he's talking about her. But the whole song isn't about her either. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's it's like. Not, but there's a large amount of it that is addressed. Yeah, but then there's a large part where he's pointing in his own situation that we're cutting out. It's so like that's why he's wagging his finger telling her, you need to treat people like children. And this sounds like you're coming from. That's my thing. I hate that I'm even commenting this much on this conversation because I wasn't even really offended. All I said was, it looks like you're a little butthurt. If it don't apply, <laughs> let it apply. That's really all my opinion was. Like, I, I like J. Cole for But I, I think we can't tell no artist that if you feel some type of way, don't say nothing. Well, that's what I said too earlier because it's like for me it is like I always struggle with like how much like the pressure that artists have on them so I didn't really even want to say that much about it mm. I don't really care I just feel like you know just try to use your platform in the right way if you can that's respect also if I, if I can add J. Cole hasn't indirectly come at somebody since Purple Rain when he came at Angela Simmons Listen to uh, mm, I like that. I, 
if you listen to uh what's the joint january uh 19th or 29th or something like that that's his response to kendrick cole i mean that's a spot to kendrick big sean all them niggas let him know that he feel like he a guy like it ain't always about putting a name in it it's just the way you create but he's a thinker like that's what thinkers do kendrick's a thinker kendrick art is thinking like so when they respond they respond like everybody have it there's a, a tweet out there that Kendrick not putting on music out because he feel like niggas is uh, selfish as fuck because of this shit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to feel, if they feel a type of way, like them expressing it in their music, that's just what they do. All the artists do it. We don't have an artist that don't do it right now. Other than like niggas like the baby, but the baby ain't a top nigga. He just in the, the hot world. Like, he's the hottest one right now. Like, he's out there. He's the hottest one for now, but here's the guarantee. We know that for sure, no matter what. Kendrick, Cole, and Drake are always going to be one of the, be the top dogs. They don't have to worry for the rest of their life. They're true. good. It's just like how you just said that Jay-Z is now just the GOAT now. We don't even add him into the category. What can, so. what can the other niggas do to the GOAT? What can they compete with him in? There's nothing you can compete. I just don't have enough fight. I think can dog. I don't have a dog in this fight. Is that what the word is? <laughs> Perfect. It's just you know, just Cole being mixed, mixed guy. You know how Cole is. Emotional. Yeah, you know. So, does anybody have anything else to add to this? <laughs> Real hates it. <laughs> I mean, it's just I, I I just never really understood the controversy behind it. Box. I understand. That's just it. Just I never really understood it. You know, he said what he said. Yeah. He said what she said. You know what I mean? You know, people are just. You know, we're at that state of the game where like people are just looking for anything and everything that doesn't sound correct, that doesn't fit correct, that doesn't look correct, mm-hmm. that doesn't play the part to a benefit. So I get it. I understand it. Mm. I like it. All right, uh, moving forward, guys. We have a. Uh, Six nine and Nicki Minaj trolls. I don't even follow this because I just can't. So as Joe Button don't say, I don't like referring to the Duke. I don't. I don't follow. I, I don't. I don't even. I, I just. He's trash, and so is he. Oh, shoot, they're both trash ass niggas. And keep it moving. Uh, are you surprised that Akon did a song with him? No, uh, I think Akon spoke out before, which let me know he was going to do that shit with him. But uh, Duke is just looking for, and I'm definitely going to use the Joe Buttons turn because I will not refer to him by his name. But Duke is just looking for whatever momentum he can catch. I'm not worried about Duke. Nikki's trash, and she's just exposing how more trash he is. Akon, we knew he was going to do it because he spoke on it when, the, when Duke was in jail. So this just lined up to everything I'm supposed to be, be what it is. I don't know yeah. enough about it. It's not even worth looking. It's yeah. really trash, trust me. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. It's it's nasty. I just don't. She's conform. She's she's basically she's dismissing the snitching, and she's been around nothing but street dudes that uh that live by that code. And Duke and her is trying to dismiss this. She snitch. needs to stay out of it. Well, yeah, and Duke's out here coming for people like Meek and all these other guys and want to be like this person. It's just trolling. It's, it's just trolling. Trying to get his name back popping again. It's, it's, 
It's just the only I don't even pay attention to that. That's just not really my type of music. So that's why we call it. Is it working though? No, I doubt it. I, they just got kicked off of YouTube uh, for something. So they were like smashing records. They didn't break a record. Oh, some shit. I don't follow it enough. I can't really give y'all whatever record there was before when him and her did. It, they said it didn't hit as close as what it, it didn't hit the record. Whatever record they were trying to get on. It's just panic time. So, you know, these next couple weeks, months, or whatever, 6 9 is going to be out here making crazy statements. Yeah, it's okay. to get everybody riled up so you can listen to 6 9 music. It's okay. He will be running for the rest of his life until they catch him. So, nobody's worried about him. Yeah. Maybe nobody's even going to catch him. But my whole thing is, I just feel like that just shows that jail does not rehabilitate. He came out here and hit the ground running, talking crazy. Well, you got to like, build that up. You don't want to, I mean, you got to build it up. You know what I mean? People ain't heard nothing from you. They want to hear music from you now. You want to get your buzz back popping so you can start doing this. I mean, he's got a hectic life ahead of him. Like, he can't go anywhere. Money. money. You gotta understand, it's it's the pop culture. They love this guy and his story now, and he's 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 trash. Like he better pray that he just learn how to chill out because shit don't usually end well. No, no, I think I just feel like your dude's really killing people like how they used to. <laughs> yes, yeah, niggas die every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> Gangs are. So I good. just don't nobody killing him like i don't know well, we've, never like, seen, we've never seen a game we've never seen a situation like this for the game when it comes yeah. to like dude go in and they snitch on the whole gang and they come out and he's now trying to make a career and make it like he had no choice in snitching and he's running around talking about other artists that be snitching he's called snoop dogg a snitch you don't think snoop dogg would kill that nigga snoop dogg killed that nigga <laughs> Snoop been famous for a long time. I just don't know if he got it the any. same way Jay-Z would hire a nigga to kill a nigga. The same way Snoop Dogg would hire a nigga to kill a nigga. These top niggas don't have a killer around them. You're nuts. Crazy. That's simple. Uh, all right, moving on, because I don't really care about that. Uh, new music out this week. Honestly, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I haven't listened to any new music. You trash. I just don't have it in my bones, too. I just haven't, so I don't really know what's out there. Okay. Actually, I lied. Let me take that back. I heard a little bit of the Tiana Taylor album because I was cleaning, but I didn't really get to listen to it or listen to it. But from what I was hearing, the shit sound hard. I want to listen to it, listen to it. So that'll probably be my album I'll listen to tomorrow. I'm a fan of Tiana Taylor, so. Was her album, I wouldn't, I didn't even get time to look into it, but was it produced by Kanye? No. Uh, I think you got a couple tracks on it, though. Is she with someone else now? Because I was, I this just. This is a bunch like, of producers. I know she got a Timbo joint on it. This still, is an album she put together. She yeah, knew this album was coming out. She's still under Kanye, but she just didn't allow him to do this album. That's what I was wondering. Uh, I, I love the album. I think it's fire. I think it's dope. And uh, I think it's dope because, uh, you know, she gave us good singles, and then, you know, you're thinking, like, ah, the album might be all right, but when you got to the album, there was way more fire songs on there that weren't singles that uh, that was hard. So uh, I think it's a great album. Uh, I think she probably does better work without Kanye touching it than when Kanye touches it. You know what? I don't think she's with Kanye anymore. I think she's still on the good music. No, she's not. Uh, getting Out Our Dreams and then Slash Def Jams. I think she's done with Kanye. Hmm. It might be a partner in the partnership there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's with Kanye anymore. Yeah, after that seven-song project, she was done. 
And she said, but like, it might be a silent partnership. I know like French got like five, six, seven people tied down. So it may, it may Honestly, not be. Uh, for me. I wouldn't be mad if she was away. I don't even care who you sign with. Just give me some good music. I do. Mm-hmm. You can't control your music. Nick, then you gonna, that's half the, that's half the music industry. Yeah, but like to a degree, like Kanye knocked her shit to seven songs and it was. I mean, no, but nobody's judging her for that album. I don't judge her for that album. We already knew what happened. Was, saying, and like, it was good, though. I thought there were a lot of good songs on there. Sorry. Nobody bad. judges her for that album. I'm not judging her for that album. It's just, I got to listen to this album, but what I heard from it is uh, it was pretty good. Uh, but I got to listen to it. I was cleaning at the time. But, uh, any more new music came out? Does anybody know? Uh, while they dropped that album, uh, from what I heard, that drum was pretty, pretty dope just as well. Uh, actually, it's an EP. I probably well, we I call EP albums too, so ain't no point in even getting into that. But yeah, um, I, I peeped that a little bit too. It's, it's all right. I'm not. That's while they could he could have gave me something better. But it's all right. Yeah, I think that was just him. You know, testing his climate. I think he'd been sitting on those too. Some of those. And then again, I think they might have been just songs he might have just did right then and there. The quality. Yeah, I, I want to hear the album. That's that's what I'm waiting. Quality doesn't sound like it was uh, songs he'd been sitting on. Sound like he just recorded them, and it wasn't great quality either. Uh, but it was a good EP. Um, and then somebody else I forgot dropped the album. I can't remember who it is. T Grizzly. Yeah, I didn't peep that one either. I gotta get my. Uh, I gotta really be in my my gangster bag for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I listened to a little bit, a little bit of uh, T Grizzly. That's he. He goes hard on this one. A lot better than his last one. I liked all the T Grizzly albums. So I know I'm, you did. I'm, 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 I'm something, but I gotta be in a certain mind state to really be in my bag to listen to it. But I'm all, I'm all down for T Grizzly. That's facts. I look alike. Uh, maybe yeah. we could be related. Uh, yeah, definitely. Our pockets ain't related. I can tell you that much. But uh, <laughs> uh, trash. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check out that T Grizzly. Uh, Sire the Kid, he dropped a new album too. So that should sound pretty hard too. So <laughs> I just pulled up a picture of T Grizzly and y'all do kind of look alike, Ralph. Yo, Sister Jenkins, relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, your congregation going wild over there. You got this one gonna be the one, Ralph. This <laughs> <laughs> congregation is crazy. What did you say? So I don't know if this is gonna be the one, but I'm gonna re-listen to it for the uh sorry the kid. It's not his albums are ever the one. He just has that. He has his like. Yeah, a, he has like a, a couple albums where I, I really enjoy, but this one's like this one gonna take a minute for me. I like this one. It's not. It's not up to par. It's not. I like it. It's. It's not up to par. Like the bars ain't really where he always has like a two or three. I'd be like, damn, like right. Did it. This one, I'm like, ah, and I gotta listen to it again. It's. It's just different. He usually has one out the gate, but. Uh, uh, who knows? He might have written for other people and gave them away, so it might be one of those situations. But it's an okay album. He's so, like uh, he's like Eric Billinger, the way they write albums and drop. Yeah, it's a hit or miss. So it's, uh, uh, the the latest one from Eric, where he was born for performing them live. Nah, he uh, got another. He he snuck one on you again. I gotta check it out. Uh, I my nigga keep a hit on me, so I gotta check it. Uh, what's it called? Hold on. I listened to it. It's not bad, but you can tell, like, he just threw it out there. Or- yeah, that's, see, that's my only beef with him is that it's not – it really isn't a bad album. It's just one of those – it's that Eric, he just put him out. And I'm waiting for that other Eric that we know that – Well, I don't know. You, fo- you follow him on Instagram, right? Yeah. 
He cooking up with a uh, hit maker. I heard a couple. I've been, of- I've been seeing him doing a lot of work. So I, that's gonna be fire. That one's gonna be fire. That's the maybe that's the Airbnb. Right, this is one of them. I just only part. That's the only beef I have with Eric is like he's a monster, but he just gives me different Eric's. He'll give me an album where he's in his bag. You be like, nigga, mm. fuck that at? And then I got it. I'm gonna check it out later. Eric, Eric, who? Uh, Billinger. Hey man, stay off my boy. Hey, huh? all his music is great. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> All, all of his music is great. Don't, you bugging him. <laughs> I'm a, I, see, I'm a true Eric, Eric Billinger fan. Like, I listen to all of them. Rail can attest to this. Um, his last but, one, the one he just came out, was kind of kind of on the downside, but it still was hot. That is I mean, it, he got bangers in there. But, you know, you can tell he just threw this out there. He's like, hey, you know, I need to, you know, put something out there for my... Well, if you I'm, follow him, he 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 releases an EP every month. Oh, yeah. Facts. That's crazy. I tell you, this is more than EP. Well, it's not a song. It's more than EP. I don't know. He write. He's a writer, so like that's nothing for a person that writes. And it's, he has it's his own brand, so yeah, you know. So he got to make the money. I was I was put on Eric Byrell and TJ, so I've listened to all the albums because these niggas making me listen to them. Uh, Eric has some great albums, and then he has some albums. I'm just he's like K Camp to me. K Camp. Oh wow! Wow! Hey, hey, well, now, I, I gotta I gotta go. I really, I was gonna leave before that. But, yeah. I'm I'm afraid for you. I'm afraid for you. No, oh, what I'm saying is that what K Camp is, K Camp will give us. No, a, no, no. K Camp is great. No, K Camp will give no. us a song that is good. Mute that guy no. right there. <laughs> Blasphemous. No, I'm not saying they're on the same level. Y'all niggas are sucking. I'm saying that K Camp will give me a fire, some fire joints, but then I'll get an album and it's not the K Camp I'm looking for. Eric, give me an album that's fire. And then there'll be another album where I'll be like, that's not the Eric I'm, I'm really looking for. It's, it's just different Eric's. It's different elements to him. That's all there is. You have a good day. Not that K Camp, but him was on stuff. <laughs> you all have a good day. I really have to go. I all right, my guy. Bye, Chris. Ios. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's some music in there. I got some new music lined up. I got to check out you guys. I just added to Eric B. Um, so I got some. I got some music to check out. Mm-hmm. That'll get me through this week, hopefully. Um, again, um, two more topics here. Uh, Twitter has a new voice note. Can't say I really care too much about that, but what does that mean? You're a Twitter user. Who me? Yeah, I am. But what does a voice note mean? I have no clue. <laughs> I don't really follow Twitter. <laughs> that was probably the expert. Voice notes are where you can record like. Uh, conversations and things like a lot of artists will do it with their uh iphones they'll record a a, a sound or like they're rapping they'll record like a, a type of texture of their sound like they can't remember how they were you know uh rapping in that rhythm I and mean, they might not put words so they might just do a rhythm of a sound the voice mm-hmm. memo it voice notes is like something like that like you can make a voice note and just record yourself talking basically that's a better way to put it Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of like how they have that on Facebook. You know what's funny? Me and my girls use that a lot 
through like Facebook Messenger because it's just easier right. instead of typing stuff. So, I mean, whatever. That's all right. Can okay. you voice note a tweet? Because if so, then that's crazy to me. I don't know. I don't know if it's voice note or tweet. Maybe in the direct DMs, you'll be able to voice note. Yeah, what's the point then? I don't be DMing people on Twitter. That's weird. Sure, Laha. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, no one's too worried about uh, Twitter. So, Laha, it's your, uh, your segment and we're out of here. All right, this is going to be really brief because I feel like we've touched on a lot of it. I just wanted to kind of circle back to men- mental health during like COVID and um, just the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, it had been really, really tough, especially like the weeks after George, George Floyd's death. So there were times when I really had to like disconnect from the internet and just like even just stop from like researching and getting like reading up on so much information because it was really like physically affecting me like I would find myself like crying like like right before I was like like I pray before I go to bed so like after praying and just like thinking about everything and kind of just um I don't know, like uncharging at the end of the night and finding myself like so sad that I'm like crying about everything that's going on. I really don't like to feel misunderstood. Mm. And so I feel like in life, I tend to feel misunderstood because I'm a woman, I'm a black woman, I'm, you know, a single mother. I feel like so many different times our voices or my voice, I'll speak for myself, is... um not necessarily heard, respected, mm-hmm. or appreciated. Right. And um, just during this time, it was just like really painful to watch everybody go through what they were going through. So um, I didn't know if you guys kind of felt that or maybe like experienced something similar or is it, am I just a weirdo? <laughs> just with like not feeling like you're being heard? Or just like being kind of like brought down by everything that's going on, I guess. I, I know for me, I had to uh, take a moment away from, I had paused on listening to um, Joe Button's podcast for like two episodes. And it was kind of like right in that time where George got killed and then you had Rashad getting killed and then we had the the rise and the march. It just was a lot uh, it was like, you know, I'm already watching it on CNN and then, you know, to, to you know, go through it in your thoughts as far as as a black man. Um, it just was a lot. And I just needed a moment just to kind of like refresh and just pause uh, like a mental break on it because it was it was a lot of uh, hurt and a lot of different pain. So I've had mm-hmm. to take my own personal self just to pause for a minute. Um, and and I, I took moments where I just wasn't on Facebook either. Um, where I just pause because you know you see the the uh, ignorance and uh, the things that we we're, we're speaking about and the things that the those that are out there protesting them uh, are speaking about uh, being presented on Facebook and then being talked and it's like it, it, it could be a lot some sometimes um, with anger hurt and just frustration uh, it's a lot so I, I'm taking pause on those things I just yeah. got to kind of like looking on them and being in them. Um, yeah that's oh no i was just gonna say about like just even getting off of certain social networks like or media like i've been off of facebook so i can really agree like understand that it's just a lot to see everybody's opinions all the time yeah yeah i uh i agree with you on that one um 
I need a break from like just life itself, social media. It's just, you know, it's just, it's it's just draining after a while. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when I gotta like go to work and I have to throw on like a totally different personality. Just, just, just because that's just what we do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't freely speak how I want to speak. You know what I'm saying? Um, without the repercussions, of course. Um, so like, you know, that, that puts a drain on things and then, you know, it's a lot, man. And then just, you know, I, I, I get the feeling of being like, there's a lot going on right here, but I also get the feeling of like, you know, I'm not, I'm not fully understood. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I, I, I get you though. I, I totally feel where you're coming from. Like, I, I've been yeah. feeling like that lately. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I follow. I definitely follow on that one. Yeah, it's just, it's tough. Go ahead, TJ. I think it's always good sometimes to always disconnect from the internet and just reflect on yourself and take a breather and just, you know, think about life and think about friends and family. Yeah. Just making sure you're okay mentally and just, you know, everyone else around you, make sure they're good mentally and stuff. That's facts. And that's where, you know, you can connect and, you know, let let your feelings out and talk to your friends and family about, you know, what you're feeling and what's going on and stuff. Cause then that's facts. You're gonna have that same connection on the other side. So I think, I think it's where, you know. I think it's important to uh just take some time to decompress and mm-hmm. and really just, you know, don't lose yourself in all this. Most importantly, there's a job to be done. The job's going, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, it's definitely going to take, it's going to take some time to get this job done. But uh, don't, don't lose yourself in it. Don't, don't lose your mind over it. Don't go crazy. Uh, you know, you got to be your best to get the job done the best way it can get done. You know what I'm saying? You can't mm-hmm. be broken down trying to get the job done. So um, to the people who are going, you know, going super hard at it without a break, uh, it's, it's most important to uh, decompress at some point so you can gather your thoughts and your emotions and really uh, take a minute. Maybe you don't got to take years. You know what I mean? You could take two, three days, maybe take a week, decompress, and then you just get right back into it. You know what I'm saying? But it's important to uh, your, your mental health and your, your thoughts. And Plus, seeing all that, you know what I mean? People might not admit it or not, but, like, you know, that leaves some damage to you. You know, every time you gotta mm-hmm. watch these videos or hear people talk crazy to you, like you just, you know, that does that does some damage to yourself. So mm-hmm. uh, it's most important to uh, decompress and really take some time and just yeah. evaluate I th- yourself. I think yeah. it's important to um, take time away too, uh, especially as Black culture. I think it's it's important because it's a lot. This is a like Ralph said, this is a, a job to be done, and it's it's not gonna happen within today, tomorrow or in the next month, it's going to take a minute and um, to not get lost. Because I think sometimes watching a lot of the stuff, you can get in a real bad rage that you, you lose focus on what the real uh, objective is to get done because you're so caught into what we're seeing at all the time. Like, yeah, we want the world to understand our hurt, but we also don't want to rage to the point that we're not trying to uh, accept the love that is coming in. 
So um, I think, you know, just taking a moment, pausing anything, everything, your phone. For me, I, I, I take moments. Now that we've been in this pandemic, I take moments where I'm not on social media. Uh, I might not even, honestly, I don't be on my phone a lot of times. There'll be a lot of times where nobody hear from me. I just don't text. I just put my phone down. Uh, mm. Or if, I, if, I'm, if I'm on my phone, I might get on like YouTube just to watch like stuff I like watching, just to, to, to clean my mind a little bit and just just to, to be with myself. But I think those things are needed. Sometimes you just need to like isolate. Uh, I I know when the pandemic was here, I, I Whoa, the pandemic. What was that? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> this guy said the pandemic. Whoa, <laughs> gotta relax. Whoa, when the pandemic was here, I, I really isolated a lot. Where to the point, a lot of people didn't hear at, from me at all. Was wondering if I was dead or alive, and I'm like, you know, I had to let them know I was good, but I just needed like full isolation to myself. Um, so I think the climate we in, you know, take time to, to do those things. Yeah. yeah. You don't, don't oh, don't want to get burnt out too, too, too quick where we still have a long ways to go. Because if you burn out too, too fast, too easy, then, you know, it's not going to, you know, work out, you know, to help the call. Good point. Let me add this before we close this out. Uh, just because you're going to take time to decompress doesn't mean, you know, we don't keep the pressure on people. We still keep the pressure. The job's not lost. The, the site is not lost, but you gotta be, you gotta be mentally fit to run the race. If you're not gonna be mentally fit, you cannot run the race. And plus, when you uh, don't take that time to decompress, you start talking crazy. You start posting shit that don't even matter. Like we gotta really keep our eyes on a goal here. We all gotta have one common goal. It can't be we fighting for two different common goals. We all gotta fight for the same common goal because that's the only way this shit is going to get completed and we're going to get somewhere. And. Uh, I, and also, I find myself scrolling hours and hours, countless hours through Facebook for shit that I don't even care about, bro. So, like, most of the time I'm on Facebook, I'm in, like, videos, actually looking at, like, funny videos and just skits and shit. Like, I just... But, like, I've thought about deleting Facebook because there's no good. I thought about deleting Instagram. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just... Sometimes I just don't want to see pictures of the way people are living you know i like you know it just gets old after a while you know what i'm saying like sure you're going to show me a picture of a pretty girl every other post like i whatever bro like i just what are we really doing on here besides wasting each other's time like what are we doing like we're not really you know what i mean it's not it's not gaining any. it's not gaining anything it's not adding anything you know what i'm saying it's really just a way for, you know, it, uh, social media became a way for people to s- distract from what's, whatever they got going on, bro. But I would rather just put all that away and really put some time into doing something I would. Like, I'd rather just put that away and make, you know, make more beats. You know what I'm saying? Make more beats. You know what I'm saying? I get on the game to decompress, play the game a little bit. So I think I'm going to just start actually getting away from all that again, man. And I think, um, I think that, you know what I'm saying? Because I've noticed even when I'm making beats, like, I'll have my phone by me. I'll, like, get to a point and stop. Just listen to the beat, have my phone scroll through, like, social media and stuff. Like, that's just a buzzkill, man. So I'm thinking about just literally just, like, just getting away from, like, all social media. It's just – sometimes it's just too much for you. Like, it's just too much. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. I just – it's just a lot. And I'm already a person that doesn't need to see, like, everybody, like, all the time. 
so I have to see him wrong in Facebook and I see you all the time. It's just like, oh man, just need a break. And plus, you know, the bragging <laughs> and I just don't just don't have it in me. So like social media is like one of my downfalls. And that's probably like one of the hardest things for me being an artist because artists use social media to their advantages. But it's just, I hate social media, bro. I just hate what it does to people. I just, you know, the worst thing you could have gave people is, is, is likes and shit. Like, that's just the worst, bro. Like, you know, I, and I just think it's important that you find something within yourself that you value. Don't, you don't need it from an outside source. Like, you know, just, you just know what it is already. You know what I'm saying? So when shit does come along, you don't need nobody to tell you what it was. Nigga. I know what it is because I, put the value on myself and that was just what it was so i yeah. totally agree with you hi that was a great uh talk about a queen topic uh i think the world needed to hear that Thanks, uh, does bro. anybody have anything else to add before we uh, close this bad boy out oh yo i watched the um so tj can go to meatland 13 reasons show <laughs> have y'all seen that show I've seen it. I'm not watching. I've never it. watched it because isn't before. it about suicide or something? It's yeah, a, it's a, I mean, somewhat. It's about what I'll be honest. We're being all the way honest. It's really white people probably. It's but trash. It's uh, it, it is trash. It's a, it's really about like things that run into high school, but it's like rich kids school yeah. type. First season was pretty good. Second season, I didn't make it all the way through. But. Just watching the first season, because the first season was the best uh, best writing. Facts. After that, it goes downhill, because you're like, what the fuck is this? And how yeah. It's really like why, rich white kids. I wish they would do a show for like the black kids that what they experience in schools the same way. Uh, I think that would be fire for them to do if it was just like 13 Reasons of Black but like something with black culture, like a black culture name with 13 Reasons. That reminds me, guys. Listen to this idol I had. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I should throw it out. It's probably stupid. It probably was just hotter in my head. I had this idea of making a show called America. This shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? So like America is like a, a local store, a grocery store, a Walmart, a Target, whatever. It's just a store. It's called America. And they sell shit in there, shit that you can buy in any store. But they sell other shit like freedom packages. But in these freedom packages, you can only buy, like, you can buy certain freedom packages, but you cannot buy the top tier freedom packages, which is what we all fighting for right now, that freedom. But it would be more of a comedy other than, it would be a comedy with a dose of real life. You know what I mean? I do, but I would need to understand. I need more. Like, why can't you buy the top tier? Like, you have to be a part of a, like, you have to be a part of the members club. Why don't you have the top tier freedom right now? Yes. Because we don't, we're not a part of the club. There you go. I'm just trying to figure out Yeah, so basically that's what it is. So, like, you know, like, the people who already have the ultimate freedom now will have it in the show. They can come in and purchase it. But every time, you know, one of us come in or any people who don't have the freedom in real life come in, it'll always be a reason why you can't get it. But it'll be great. But, you know, more what it's crazy. It's not all thought out. It's just in my brain. Someone's <laughs> going to rob the idea, so I'm just going to say <laughs> What? Someone's really? going to rob the idea. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. If I ever get it on paper, it'll be it'll be hilarious. Yeah, you should write it down. It sounds interesting. You just got to figure out how it makes sense. Oh, I'm going to make it make sense. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. It's, it's American. I'll figure it out. Uh, anybody got anything else to say? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to meet Lynn, so you can, <laughs> you know, you said earlier and try to sneak that in. Yeah, you're not going to meet Lynn. All right, I got it. <laughs> I'm going to sleep because I got to work tonight. 
right, well, hopefully in sleep you don't get hit with no meat. <laughs> nah, I don't get the big Bruce. Not like you used to. Hey, look, you talking about my past, brother. I'm, I've, I've grown. <laughs> <laughs> grown out of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anybody uh, else got anything to add? Um, did you just see the NBA? I don't really watch sports like that. Well, sports isn't on, so you can't watch it. But I didn't. I don't really follow the NBA politics anymore. Percy going on between some of the players. Yeah, this Kyrie's not this, and uh, oh yeah, I saw I saw that. That's yeah. A couple uh, other players. He he had like ninety or hundred something like that NBA players on the phone. And they're trying to um he wants to he doesn't want the the NBA to resume back and he wants the uh players to I think open up their own arena and that's fire. Only yeah, that would be fire if you had the right people involved. But uh I think also they sent in a a, a, a re, like their demands and then their demands is like some black folks in the office, uh black coaches in it. Um I don't know if we spoke on this last week or not. I think we did a little bit, but I think we did not. Oh, we, we did, did not. No, this was fresh. This happened through the week. Yeah, this happened this week. Yeah, I, I, uh, I thought it was inter- interesting. Um, I think Kyrie's a troll to a degree, though. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. With Kyrie's a little out there because he still said that the Earth is flat. I can't trust no man who says that. Yeah, yeah, the earth, the earth thing is, is strange. I think it's a troll. Uh, I think the one thing that I think it's a troll because what they're not explaining is that the reason that guys like LeBron and them want the league to resume back is because there's contracts on the line. And if the NBA cancels the season, right, uh, the owners and players' contract is done. So now the owners will be able to arrange the uh, contracts the way they want want you know wanted to be in the league and that means a lot a lot more players wouldn't get as much money and be able to do a lot of things that they're they're able to do right now so um i I thought that's why it was super interesting because that part's not being put out it's just like uh i think Kyrie's thing is he want to fight and he feels like uh for the for what's going on right now the nba doesn't need to resume i think the nba could be a good platform to to you know still make statements of what, what they want being done out there. Yeah. I think definitely the NBA is way better than the NFL at supporting uh, for black uh, rights in this country. 100%. They allow pretty much anything. So, I mean, I, I don't understand where, where Kyrie's angle is. I mean, I can understand having more black owners or having – because I don't know if they have any, but – uh, Michael Jordan, I think, is on here. Um, but yeah, having more black owners. Um, well, Usher too. He's uh, yeah, well, he's partial, but I think Jordan's like a almost a full owner. Yeah, but I, I just don't see his angle because also he just he's coming off of surgery, so he doesn't even really want to play because because uh, Kevin Durant's sitting now as well. Right. Uh, but you also got players who don't make as much as them without, you know, endorsements and stuff. So they're going to be losing money this season if they don't play. So, yeah. yeah. And that contract is very important for players. Like, mm-hmm. they don't hurt the owners. 
But we see a lot of uh, corruptionness in the NFL with the owners that we would be like, you know, shouldn't some shit they shouldn't be allowed, but you know, but they the owners and they got they got it the way they want. Uh, I think you could see some of that in the NBA. I, I like TJ said, the NBA has been great with uh, allowing black players to be black players, allowing players to express themselves. I think it would be nice to see more owners in in the league of black, but I think you can work towards that direction. Um, I don't feel like it's not accomplishable in the NBA. NFL, I don't think that's just going to ever happen. I'll be honest with you. I don't see how that's going to happen. Uh, but I just thought that was interesting because he's really pushing hard for this. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens. Does anybody have, does anybody have anything else to add? No, I think we're going to get out of here. <laughs> uh, not really. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Oh, look at that beast. All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, listening to another episode of Friends for Life or Die Trying. We'll be back here next week at the same time, the same place Mm -hmm. for you to enjoy some great more information that we have for you guys. Also, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Father's Day. Because there's fathers out there. There's facts. All right, guys. Until next time, it's been real. Out. Audi 3000.